The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to another new episode. We are in July. Uh, the name of the episode is Miracle Berries, because we try Miracle Berries. If you don't know what those are, uh, stick around. You will learn. Also, very important, uh, we're going to have uh, reviews coming up of Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, the first review you're going to hear will be me and Jimmy talking about it, and this was before I had seen the film. Jimmy was the only one who had seen the movie, and so we're going to play that. Well, we'll play part of the show. We'll do the Miracle Berries part, and then we'll have Jimmy reviewing his official review of Spider-Man Homecoming. And then we'll have Broken News. By now, I have seen Spider-Man Homecoming. These are all obviously recorded at different times. And part of the broken news will be uh, me talking about Spider-Man Homecoming and how amazing it was. Uh, <laughs> and, and, of course, broken news. And then we'll end the show with, with your questions. Now, stay till the end of the episode, because on more Spider-Man-related stuff, we've got Jimmy interviewing the cast and director of Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, he gets to meet all of these people. So we got Marissa Tomei, we got Tom Holland, we got those kids, we got the director of the movie, and he's going to interview them all at the end of the podcast. So there you go. Uh, all of your Spider-Man Homecoming related needs in one place. Another reminder is uh, if you like this show, uh, Geek Show Podcast, we're going to be doing a live recording. If you've ever wanted to watch us do the show in person, we're going to be doing that at Salt Lake Gaming Con this Saturday. I'll have more information on that coming up in the episode, but just a quick tip. This Saturday at 6 p.m. in room 200A at Salt Lake Gaming Con. All right, so that's where you can see us live, and uh, we'll be recording an episode. But, of course, we want to thank all of our sponsors for helping to pay for this party. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, they're open seven days a week. Their hold service is free. And with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. You get 10% off for active and retired military. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. And, of course... Cabin Fever. They've been around for 35 years, located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East in Salt Lake City, celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and more. It's Cabin Fever. They are so much more than a card store. Also, Chef Daniel bringing you this program. If you're having ingredients shipped to your home and then you're doing all the work, all that packaging, ice packs, that can't be good for the environment. Let Chef Daniel do it. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet, don't know where to start. Go to his website, cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. Also, Black Velvet Boutique. Throughout July, Black Velvet Boutique is accepting donations for the Rape Recovery Center. Go in with a donation. You'll receive a discount off your next purchase at Black Velvet Boutique at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. And that is certainly a good cause. Also brought to you by Nucleus, the Wi-Fi home intercom with auto answer. Nucleus allows you to connect with the people you love, whether they're downstairs or across the country. And you can learn more at NucleusLife.com. All right, let's get into this Spider-Man-centric episode of Geek Show Podcast. It's called Miracle Berries. You'll figure out why. Please to enjoy. My Stupid dad says bird. cocksucker a lot. <laughs> wow, and I think I'm embarrassing to my children. I like that name for our podcast, The Stupid Friend. It is a video copy of Dr. Caligari. I didn't get that. I was in from the word go. God save our gracious queen. Okay. 
hope they do that. Oh, I look. Is this the show right now? Geekshowpodcast.com. That's when I said, well, you know, it's chlamydia. <laughs> and I said, I can't fuck you. You got a wooden leg. You know, oh, we started. Oh, on. no, no. Oh. Welcome to the basement. God, I'm hey, sorry, hey, hold on. Carrie, before you start. Yes. I have to pass out our uh, milk, Miracle Berries. Now, what? I've not heard of yeah, these. What the I fuck don't is know anything family? about so Miracle these. Berries. All right. I stole a bunch of these. I went to a gala at the... Uh, is it gala or gala? Gala. Okay. It, it, it's, gala. it's actually a provincially accurate, consider- anyway, anyway, linguistically accurate. Yeah, stop, gala, stop trying to steal my Gala sounds more fancy. Um, <laughs> so I went to the planetarium. 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 And uh, they had like this whole table mm-hmm. where you get the miracle berries. Like a whole table? <laughs> so uh, here, here's yours. Okay, so there's Jay's. Oh, the thank you, sir. Is, is now, what this, are they? It's this weird berry. This looks like ibuprofen. It looks like cocaine. Well, so this is uh, this is, uh, and all this is is miracle berry. All right, thank you, Mr. Cosby. With a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with a, a you'll cor- wake up soon. It's enough. a cornstarch <laughs> binder, and what miracle berries do? They have a weird like lipoprotein in it. Okay, it looks like a jewel. Yeah, here. I like that we're getting. Get too, I like James. that we're getting scienced. Uh, that's not a word. I'm sorry. Is this gonna make here, me steal your thunder? Megan, hey, so, I want hey, you to open do my shit. Open my shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Open my shit. So yeah, yeah. what it does is chop it up. Cut oh, it up. This will razor. Like, get a razor blade. Chop it up. Okay. No, no you're this, not going to inhale it. Oh, okay. Razor right here. It affects your taste buds. No, okay. so you need the, to taste it. It coats your tongue. Yes. And it temporarily yeah, here. changes. We'll, we'll chop this up. The shape of your uh, of your taste buds. Okay. And it makes it makes stuff that is like super sour, super sweet. It's like yeah. the weirdest. Does it thing. make things super sweet taste super sour? Yeah, uh, actually, no. It makes stuff that tastes super sweet make you want to puke your fucking brains out. Oh, fucking, really? Yeah, like so. I ate like a a strawberry, okay, and, and some pineapple. Yeah, and I was like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my mouth. But so here's what we got to do. Okay, so there's some disgusting things in this mouth. Yeah, I can't get this open. Yeah, me neither. It's like breaking a Fort Knox. Yeah, is the is the miracle oh, trying it. to get the fucking thing open? I know, I've got it miracle. open right now. Oh, yeah, I got mine out. Jesus yeah, me Christ. too. But I'm really good at getting pills out of packets. That's true. Right. There is so much plaid on so this can. Here's what we gotta do. You just plaid gotta, while we're doing our uh, okay, inter- so, introduction. Yeah, yeah so so go, do man. you do you just suck on it? Yeah. Okay. That's the greatest question ever. Yeah, do, do Don't chew on it. On we it? just gotta let it. Um, I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear your question, Mr. Cosby. Slowly dissolve. <laughs> okay. And then I've got some uh, tropical sour patch. Kits. I'm putting it okay. in my mouth right now. Okay. And uh, but what's gonna blow your mind is like putting a regular. Oh God! You brought. You brought limes and lemons. lemons? And limes. I'm gonna... Here's the thing. I'm going to do vodka too. All right. We'll see what happens. Oh. All right. So we just... you can nice. get it open, Jimmy. I believe in so you. We just... I'm doing my best, coach. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> All right, let's Jimmy. Do... Let's monkeys do the... have figured out how to eat ants. Shush. Now. All right. Let's do ants. <laughs> do you want ants? Because that's how you get oh, ants. My... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just let it melt on your tongue. So we just got to let it melt on our tongue. All right. Well, let's do the introductions while it melts. Okay. You okay, Jay? It just tastes sour. It tastes weird. It's kind of bitter. A little right. bit bitter. Tastes like an asshole. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Tastes like something my grandma used Ta- to give me before a long It tastes trip. like husband. I hope I wasn't an asshole. He tastes like husband. He's Jay Whitaker. Oh. <laughs> How's that husband Ugh. taste? Hey, uh, what, uh, what, hmm? what day is this? This is Saturday. Uh, it is the uh, 3rd of uh, July. Yo. What? Hey. Happy fucking birthday, America. That's right. It's our last one. That's right. Sorry about this shitty visitation weekend. Yep. That's right. 
It's a good day to be American. And I just want to say it's the greatest country in the motherfucking world. And uh, I'm just proud to be American. Y'all should come see me uh, slang some good old-fashioned American <laughs> jokes on uh, July 22nd. <laughs> Wise Guys Comedy Club, downtown Salt Lake City. You know, what's, you know what's funny is that most people who say this is the greatest country in the world have never been to another country. Exactly. No. exactly. Well, that's how they well, know it's the best. You know, you know I mean... Because uh, yeah, you go, you go to another good. country and be like... Because I've been to oh, a I'm, few. You know, I'm I, fucking wrong. I, 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 yeah. You know, I had a chance to go to uh, Mexico <laughs> with some good friends of mine that got, got a timeshare down there in Mazatlan. And uh, it was a good time. Mazatlan? Yeah, Mazatlan. <laughs> you know, have me a little margaritas, a little, a little Pat Ron. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Pat Ron is good. I, I, I drink Pat Ron. Uh, didn't, I spon- didn't I used to be one of our sponsors? Pat Ron? Yeah, Pat Ron. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Pat Ron. Good tequila. Um, yeah, come fuck with me. God, Follow I wish me. my butthole would stop clenching. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I wish mine stopped opening up. Why did Miracle Bears turn me into a fucking redneck? I don't know. <laughs> That's well, the miracle. Hey, follow me on Twitter. Now, it's Jay Whitaker. Thanks. Okay. I'm going to say as we continue on. Yes. Have you noticed the Miracle Berry? It's sweet now. Mm-hmm. It's now sweet. It's changing. Yeah, yeah the flavor is changing. What the fuck is happening? I'm having the, a seizure. Why the, is my... the, the, the shape of your... Pay, uh, taste buds are changing. If it he's, lasts more than four hours, do I call a doctor? Yes. <laughs> no, we just gotta suck on a grandma candy. He's having a seizure. He's Jimmy Martin. I'm doing my best. Uh, <laughs> I can't talk with the thing in my mouth. Um, <laughs> on KSL. She said. Oh. Big Blue Mouth Off, Read Me and Slug, Arrow, Geek Show, Mediocre Show. Uh, at the end of this episode, yes. Oh were, yes. Oh, you know, yes. Stay till the end of this episode. Yes. I, I interviewed the cast of Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah. Oh. So New York. As wait, do you get to meet Marissa Tomei? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. She me says. She sideways. says hi. Oh, I'm gonna smell her good. That's weird. Shut That's up. Not a good yeah. way to, that no, is not no. a good way to start an interview. Jimmy, Just, no. Uh, I will. Fuck both of you. <laughs> Ask her. Oh, you you will. Huh? He knows how to do his job. Yeah. Make Jimmy, sure. Did, did you just threaten us with "I will fuck both of you"? Yeah, he did. Actually, yeah. These miracle berries are weird. I know. No, it's just what they're bringing out. Yeah. Jimmy, I was so worried about this house divided. Now I'm worried about <laughs> keeping my, uh, you know, my virtue. It's going to be Tom Holland, uh, Marissa Tomei, and the three friends. His his tongue. Oh, uh, so you're gonna? It's uh, Zendaya and uh, the little fat kid and uh, <laughs> hey, politically hey. correct. <laughs> Jesus. The you. other friend. Oh, they're taking back fat. I've heard that on the NPR. Are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Jimmy, just make sure you ask Marissa Tomei if she likes short, middle-aged, bald, chubby guys. No, Cause, it's cause uh, stocky you know, like, bald men. Oh, stocky bald men. That, yeah. That's what it is. See, because you know the one that's got a... A thumb. A, like a job. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a thumb. Hey! Hi, Marissa. I have and a pretty he's, and he's got a pipeline of miracle berries. <laughs> ask, her, ask her if she likes black dudes. I'm not going to ask any of these questions. Yo, that's a good, <laughs> but that's a good question. It's good, it's good to her role. I mean, you know, Aunt May been through a lot of shit, man. Nope. Okay. <laughs> he's got a thumb. He's Shannon Barnson. And I got your fucking miracle berries hanging. Yes, you do. Uh, Pub quiz. Pub quiz. Come to it. Yeah. 8.30. Corn Wednesday nights. Uh, Wednesday nights. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. Salt Lake City. If you're in town, <laughs> I feel like this is James. Some, what are you doing? What I feel like doing, this is some Heaven's Gate shit, man. Dude. Is it? Is it? Well, well no, I'm, I, not, I'm not done with the. Salt? I didn't get you Nike yeah. shoes. No, we're I'm gonna done. do it all like after. No, oh, okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not done with. I've the already, I'm done with mine. Uh, Lee George Cade, everyone. Thank you. 
just waiting to see if my tongue's as numb as Jimmy's. <laughs> I'm going to uh, use right. some enunciation lessons that I learned. It doesn't they do change num- your tongue. It changes your My tongue buds. feels numb. It it's kind of strange. And Jimmy was having a hard time talking. All right. Shut up! It's very true. Sounds psychosomatic. Um, I will fuck both of you. <laughs> Twice! And he's strangely sexually aggressive. It's, it's odd. Uh, come visit me at Fresh Eatery, 145 uh, East, 1300 South, Suite 201, or... You can pick up our line of jerky. We have three flavors, the pepper, teriyaki, shiracha, and the zesty original. <laughs> uh, you can get them all over the country as we speak. If you need to know, just visit our website at frisheats.com. But if uh, you're in Denver, stop by Nooch, or you can go to uh, Food Fight in Portland. Uh, we're at Jade Market here in Salt Lake City, as well as Watchtower Coffee, and of course, the bike doctor in Missoula, Montana. <laughs> I love the bike shop. We will shop. never, ever leave. I hope he's your biggest seller. Me the too. bike doctor? I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if you actually ever have the chance of meeting Eric Klein and staring into his dreamy eyes, you'll understand. I, I love that a bike shop is selling your vegan jerky yes. in Missoula. Missoula, Montana. <laughs> I hope I hope they have a massive sign which, up front that says uh, it's easy to eat. With a, if you're a Twin Peaks fan, there's actually a, a callback to Missoula. Yeah, that's a that's something that Laura Palmer's dad says right before he murders somebody. Oh, hmm. talks talks heartily about hmm. Missoula. He just murdered somebody. His name. Tony's not sure about any of this. <laughs> I don't know. He's Quad T. Hey. He's the designated driver and producer of the program. Tony. I just finished my Miracle Berry. Mine's yeah. still dissolving. Hey. Mine's, mine's I'm going to start, pa- I'm gonna start so passing around the citrus. Check Take me out, out on, the, on the Twitters at Quad T Tony, here on the Geek Show, or on the Gadget Spot with Excitable James. Woo! Hey, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, Jaron and Owen, where we talk about gadgets, tech, and video games every other week. All right. Thank you very much. And we got a host. Oh, what? Oh, me. Yes. Hi. Carrie Jackson. Hi. Monday through Friday, 6 golf to 10. Clap, golf clap. Right. X96.com. Take your lemon and a lime. Oh, we're supposed to take okay. one of each? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I better grab a lime. I didn't oh. get Yo, a lime. Yo, this, this lemon uh, better eggs. taste like fucking sriracha. That's not okay, what it does. So that's a lemon. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lime. All right. Yeah. So what do we do now? You just, now like, bite eat this? this we just bite it? I mean, yeah. I eat limes and lemon all the time. Did Lee get some? No, Lee, I did not. I don't Lee. want it to taste sweet. I want it to taste like ass, like it always does. <laughs> Why would you want right? something to taste bad? It's not bad? sour, right? No. All right. All right so are, we are we going? Okay, so yeah. what do you go? We'll start it's with like, a lemon first. Lemon like, first. Let's do a lemon. All right. Okay. Takes me back to college. All right. <laughs> Whoa. What the fuck? That's crazy. Things are different. It's like lemonade what? out of a lemon. That's really good. Right? I'd eat lemons all the time. <laughs> wow. Mmm. Mm. Now you switch up to a lime. Seriously, oh. I would eat lemons all the time. If they tasted like that? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. bet. Mmm. Now oh, the lime. Too much. God damn. Oh, you should try a strawberry. A strawberry will make you want to barf. It sounds like a bad idea. Mm. The lime's really good. Mm. Oh, man. Mm. But what the heck? This is the craziest thing. The sour, ever. the sour right? receptors on the back Just of my tongue are crazy. Sour. Yeah, me too. I, this is why I stole. What thir- the fuck? Why does lime taste different as fuck? Yo? Okay, <laughs> now here's the other thing. All right, I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna pass around some fucking sour patch. Oh kids. god! Yeah, the, I got the the same thing with Lee yeah. in the back Ooh. of my throat, Ooh. back of my tongue. That's so the sweet. The receptors are untouched yeah. there, and yeah. I'm getting the sour. Yeah, and it's and it's weird because the sensation at first is delicious lemonade, delicious yeah. limeade, and then all of a sudden it goes, oh no. Yeah. I didn't get any of that, but I can still get the acidic taste you on my, acidic, on my uh, yeah. lips a little bit. Pass that around. No, it do, you don't want You this. don't want it? Pass it around. It tastes like actual children. 
Give me two. It tastes like my. He says that. He says that as the voice of experience on on how children taste. It tastes like my childhood. Oh, my childhood was tragic and sad, but still occasionally awesome. This is weird. Okay, going. Going for this. This is a game changer, yeah. Holy cow! This is a fucking game changer. That is wild. You, you, the thing is, I feel not like a single like sour squish in your, of your mouth or anything. I'd like to. Um, I'd I'm like gonna, to. I'm going to try it with five because five would usually put me in a coma. Um, <laughs> this is just like it's like eating like jelly bellies or something or gummy bears. Yeah, I hate to be that person that asked this question, but I feel like it needs to be asked. With, uh, as far as miracle berries and uh, uh, I understand they're used for uh, food, but um, as far as a uh, hmm? yes. Would mm. oh, you're going to the oral oral sex? Yeah, question. that's exactly that's right, exactly because okay. uh, somebody was fucking somebody, somebody had to. No, it's just a valid question. No, it's a valid. It yeah, is. You go. You're giving all me a peppermint now. All you need is a grandma candy, and it makes it go away. <coughs> okay, well, my, I want to try my soda with this with this action. I, I say, want a butterscotch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try vodka. This is a peppermint, and it does, <laughs> I don't know anything anymore. Okay, I'm gonna try vodka. Okay, you try the vodka. I just had a peppermint, and it tastes like fucking cherry. Carrie's about to have a seizure. Everybody, hang tight. Didn't do a thing. Didn't do oh, a thing, right? Okay, Not a so thing. Here's Orange Crush. Tastes like Mountain Dew. Is it super sweet? Eh. No, no change. <laughs> Not too bad. I mean, it is more sweet for sure. I have, like I have, the sugar overpowers the orange flavor, mm-hmm. definitely. But you say the peppermint will take it away? Yeah, we just got to suck it Well, he didn't say peppermint. Away. He said old grandma candy. Grandma candy. It's just kind of like hard candy. Yeah. Right. That was supposed Isn't to be it trippy as fuck. That's weird. Dude, right? I, feel, I feel like I'm. What do you think, Megan? It's awesome. Right? <laughs> I'm wondering if I'm going to get heartburn from it, though. We also gave her heroin. I have a, I have yeah. a, I have a Zantac. If yeah. One. <laughs> oh, because of Turned the citrus? Up. Yeah. So, uh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you'll be fine. Thank you, Planetarium. <laughs> thank you, Planetarium. Yeah. Arium. That's your education for the day right that, that, there. That's mm-hmm. the thing that me and Jen did first. We went in there and did that, and it's like, I don't want to eat anything now. <laughs> I don't trust- I'll tell you what, those strawberries and pineapple like were so... Just overpowering. Saccharin sweet. Wow. wow. It almost made me puke. Wow. I don't trust my body right now. Mm, I don't either. Yeah. I so, mean, you, you are body. I don't. I've I, never trusted I don't. Ha- I don't have to fart, but I feel like if I did, I would just die. <laughs> I don't. I, like so a a poof of sour comes any, out. I feel any, just stored it up. If any of you want to replicate and, and check that out, I, I checked it out on Amazon. Uh, you can get them on Amazon. It's just, are they expensive? It's a little spendy. Yeah. Will, will mm. this make my sperm taste different? Asking for a friend. I know. Well, it'll taste, you, it, you make it taste out? so much more sweet. Let me check it out. Depends on how sour <laughs> it is. I'll spit out this bit. Well, I drink. <laughs> <laughs> I drink cool gobble, blue. Gobble, gobble. Cool blue Gatorade. Um, pro tip, guys. Pro tip. Cool blue Gatorade. Is, Write that is down. Cool blue Gatorade. The new pineapple. It, I guess oh, so. it's always yeah. it's always been. Why is it so bloody? And I feel I feel. <laughs> no, Whoa! Your your blood is blue. Nope. So yeah, I just want to share that. <laughs> I just want to share that with you guys. That were, thank you, thank you for yeah, doing it. Thank you. Yeah, that was, was weird, right? That was neat. That, thank you. Very I, neat. I, I feel like it just took us to a new restaurant in in the privacy of our own home. Yeah, <laughs> like I I can imagine there's probably, probably like hipster restaurants that are like, okay. But before you eat any of our dishes, you're going to have to have some Miracle Berry. <laughs> right? so or they, Taco Bell should do it. Right. Or they and do and like, uh, uh, maybe their dessert, they give you a Miracle Berry and they just hand you a lemon. Yeah. <laughs> Here there you go, you eat go. up. Two millimeters. And you're like, <laughs> oh, God. And actually, like, if limes tasted like that all the time, I would, I would eat the I would fucking eat, shit out of it. I would eat lemons and limes I, all I, the time. I do eat oh my limes God. like that. 
Yo. I like limes. Really? Like same, no, lot. same here. Same here. Yeah. They're bad for your teeth. Well, I grew up, I grew up, you know, in a sailor's family where Ma- I was very worried about scurvy. Megan oh, just Megan just texted me and said her lemonade rock star tastes like sugar water right now. Ooh. <laughs> That's what it's always course, tasted it's like, like Megan. Do you like need a grandma candy? <laughs> have a grandma candy. Now that, that I've okay. now that I've got a lemon wedge though. Hey, squeeze that in. You into, have some into super the, sweet vodka? Into the vodka, and uh, that's the way a gentleman drinks it, so what? With a lemon wedge? With a with a little lemon. Oh. Vodka with a little lemon. I like that you do. So the- I'm just excited. I brought something to the show for. Thank us. you, thank you, yeah. thank you. That was a great show and tell, Shannon. Good doing. You went. Good you, done. Shannon, you went beyond participant. Yeah, I know. I cut lemons <laughs> and lines. And and the fir- the first story I actually have in- involves you. Shannon, me oh, personally, yeah, shit. It's somebody, a, somebody, it's a, Shannon, it's a Shannon episode. It's a Shannon guys. show. No, somebody remembers Chinatown '89. This is this is either, I, really good news or really bad news. Okay. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's big screen, <laughs> big screen adaptation of the Six Million Dollar Man. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> well, six billion yeah, yeah. To a bee, <laughs> has been uh, pulled from the oh. Weinstein's 2017 film schedule. Oh. No, no longer make it. It was scheduled to be released on the 22nd because they haven't done a goddamn thing with it. So I was going to say, have they even filmed anything? No, not a goddamn thing. Well, they're still trying to find the perfect sound. Go with the original. Hey. You can't beat yeah, that. Yeah, Lee Majors is not done with the script yet. If they need a, <laughs> if they need a cast of Bigfoot, I'm available. Oh, nah, they oh. should get Danny McBride do the six thousand dollar man. The, the sad part is, <laughs> I, I believe, I believe that he's he's writing it with Sasquatch. They're they're getting a co-writer's credit. Ah. I love that we're so obsessed with just putting Danny McBride and everything. <laughs> yeah, he needs to work. No, Danny, Danny McBride. If you're listening, you're not. But I mean, like, if you are, we want you for everything. I don't. We cashed you. No, just about stop putting me in this box of lemons. I don't want Danny McBride now. You First, get get in that box of lemons, Lee. I, I don't want but to. But lemons taste different now. That's Lee. right. <laughs> it's okay there's, now. There's it's two. okay for me to put Danny McBride in things. Hey, I'm just saying. Berries. I'm just saying. If 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 I you know if no. if it really came down to it, if it was Chad McBoswin. Or Danny McBride as Black Panther. I'd, I'd be fine with it. There you go. <laughs> well, I'd be fine I, with I, Danny McBride. I want Black Panther. You are full of shit. I want uh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride is T'Challa. <laughs> I want Danny McBride to play the old crazy wife in, in Jane Eyre. Marvel has just casted Black Panther as Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh my God. Do it! <laughs> just do it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. This is a weird show. Um, Everything tastes different. You know what's weird is I actually saw an uh, yeah. ad just the other day for Wizard World, uh, one of the cons that go around town. Mm-hmm. They're like, Jesse Eisenberg's going to be there. And I immediately was like, why? Like, why, why would he be there? Well, he's he's uh, Lex Luthor. Exactly. See, it took me like five <laughs> minutes to figure it out. <laughs> it's like, social Allegedly. Limits? He's allegedly yeah. Lex Luthor. Allegedly? Wait, they, did he never say his name? All right, well, they, all right well, no, no, no. I think right, we're qu- pretty sure about that. But quick question. Allegedly. But, but quick, but <laughs> Shannon, quick question. Shannon just doesn't want to believe it. <laughs> that's but, all that's no, it. No, but quick question. Serious. And serious. Because I know we, right. did, we did talk about the whole fucking Lex Luthor thing when the movie came out. But, yeah. And, you know, we, I know a lot of us have different feelings about Who would we cast? As Lex Luthor? Gene Hackman. Besides Danny McBride. No. no. The, no. One, the, one, the one man who's played Lex Luthor better than any other person but never <clears> on screen. Michael Rosenbaum. Nope. Who that? 
<laughs> Clancy Brown. Yeah, Clancy yeah. Brown. Clancy Brown voiced Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah. yeah. He would yes. nail it. No, shave, did... shave his head, he'd nail it. Breaking Bad should have been him. Kevin Spacey. Bra- uh, Brian Ke- Cranston? Hey. Mm-hmm. Brian Cranston could do well, a good Lex Luthor for sure. Kevin Spacey. I, I do, and I do like Brian Kevin Cranston. Kevin Spacey did play Lex Luthor. He, he was. was. I know. And I thought yeah. he was good. I thought I liked Kevin Spacey. But no, you're right. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Could have gotten the gravitas that needed and like... I've been like, <laughs> Liv Schreiber, oh, Joe Jonas. Oh yeah, yeah that's I good. Can see that's Liv good. Schreiber. Yeah. yeah, and the brother, Joe the Jonah. brother, the brother of Mad Sweeney. If Vincent D'Onofrio hadn't played the Kingpin, he could play both. I, yeah. I, I still, uh, he's a little bit too big. I still Lex. stand by Kevin Spacey just Lex? because of House of Cards. Lex has been big. And House of Cards, uh, House of Cards, Lex Luthor, very uh, similar uh, characters. Uh, yeah, but Spacey's already, but Spacey's already played him. No, I know, yeah. I know that, but I'm just saying, like. Should have called on him again for it, is what you're saying? Yeah, like, I'm just saying. It, I gotcha. Like, you watch House of Cards and look at Frank Underwood, that, the, the similarities between mm-hmm. Lex Luthor, it's because Frank, <clears throat> Frank Underwood is, he's thinking a very long end game. Mm-hmm. And you need to really keep watching. Yeah, I know you're in the middle of season five. Uh, but unfortunately, the jerky minds keep me busy. I know that. Yeah. But, but I'll, I'll 30, just tell you this. I'll just tell you this. hours a day. Kevin, Sp- Kevin Spacey has a very Lex Luthor moment in. in God, in, in season five. Maybe. I just can't see D'Onofrio as anybody but Kingpin. Because he fucking just <laughs> yeah. rocked the shit I agree. Out of I agree. No, it, he's, he's, he's great. I'm trying to remember the name of the show. It was the first time I ever saw Kevin Spacey, and I was shouting about what a great actor he was. It was a TV show. And it was a detective show. Law and, and Order. He, and he played, no, long, longer than that. Easy Street. Was it Easy Street? But he played a character who would shoot up heroin between his toes, oh, and then shot up good his. Good old days. And he, he he was kind of having a romantic <laughs> thing with his sister. You're thinking of wise guy. Was it wise guy? Wise guy. Wise guy. Yep. That's it. Yep. Wise guy was the name of the show. Wise guy with that that one dude who married twins. Yeah, and uh, that was the first time I saw him. And if you go back and find some of those episodes of oh, Wise the, Guy, the the real. Yeah. His usual suspects, and and, yeah. if, and if you and if you look at that character, okay. you go, that's the Lex Luthor right there. Okay, that's the one. I'd, okay. Yeah, I'd say Usual Suspects. I'd say even American Beauty. American Beauty is a good movie. Yeah. It, it's kind of an underrated movie. Uh, I love that movie. But I love that movie. Usual Suspects is one of the one of the few crime movies that I ended up watching two or three times in a row because it was like I have to go back and see. Ameri- or, uh, usual Suspects is one of those movies where I watched the last mm. shot probably thirty. Some when he's putting everything time. together on the on the Bolton board. Well, I, don't, I say spoiler alert. I mean, it yeah. came well, out yeah. in 96. If, but if like, you haven't seen it, you don't deserve a surprise. <laughs> but like just yeah, that, the movie's, limp, that movie's legal the age limp, to and drink. Then it goes it's the limp and just starts going normal. Like, oh, fuck mm. off. <laughs> yep. yep. Great movie. All right. Great, great Benicio Del Toro performance in that, too. <clears throat> yes. I got the keys, cocksucking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to answer people's questions Ah, uh, coming up. Uh, we're we're going to go to Broken News now and then uh, answering your questions from the internet. So after, after these messages, messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I got to slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies, vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. 
Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. It's time for technology to give you more family time, not less. Introducing Nucleus, the Wi-Fi home intercom with auto answer. Call from room to room or home to home with no monthly fees. No more yelling up and down the stairs and no more struggling to set up Skype calls with grandma and grandpa. Nucleus is available today at NucleusLife.com. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, to get a special discount. Well, let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comet Connection in the month of July, shall we? Saturday, July 29th, everything at Dr. Volt's will be 20 to 50% off. They're going to be hosting the creators of Salt City Strangers and the Mighty Trump. Uh, go in Saturday, July 29th for the sale. You can get your comics signed by Salt Lake's strangest comic creators. Also at Dr. Volt's, in pursuit of a time-traveling criminal, the super-powered kids from the 30th century travel back to the 1960s to enlist the aid of the greatest teen superhero ever, Robin the Boy Wonder. But Batman's hard-boiled nemesis Egghead has stolen one of their unattended time machines and taken it off into the far future. Holy time travel paradox. Also, DuckTales, woohoo, returns featuring beloved characters like Uncle Scrooge, Donald Duck, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. This new number zero issue is a perfect jumping-on point for fans of old and new. And Matt Wagner returns with the third and final volume of his epic fantasy trilogy, Mage the Hero Denied. This long-awaited conclusion follows the adventures of the reluctant everyman hero Kevin Matchsticks, who, after encountering a wizard, discovers he is able to wield the power of the mystical sword Excalibur. Skin and Earth is a story of a girl looking for hope in a hopeless world. Set in a post-apocalyptic future where corporations rule, this adventurous tale of loneliness, deceit, and self-discovery begins here. And it's written and drawn by Alt-Pop Phenomenon uh, Lights. Skin and Earth ties directly into her next full-length album. Open seven days a week. The whole service is free. And with that, you get a 20% discount off your purchases of $20 or more. And the previous catalog for free. Also 10% off for active or retired military. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, your friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City, 2043 East, 3300 South, open seven days a week, Dr. Volt's. All right, as promised, the... Spider-Man Homecoming Review. I can finally talk. From Jimmy Martin. Uh, well? <laughs> well, well, well. You, uh, you flew out to New York. Yeah, to New York. A few weeks ago. Uh, and uh, and saw it. We saw it. Uh, we, it was funny. They were going to show it in this like, little private theater. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to, I think because just based on word of mouth, because they had shown it in, like, in Barcelona and stuff, yeah. uh, that it was good. And so we should probably show it to more people and get the word out. Yeah. And so they opened up to this giant theater. And I think I'm kind of glad they did because this movie needs to be seen on a big screen. On a big screen. Oh, okay. So don't wait for it. No. Uh, and so and I'm even like, excuse me, I'm getting chills again. I'm just cold. <laughs> um, and so the Tom Holland is our new Peter Parker slash Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And we met him in Civil War. And but this one is now a Spider Man film that is attached to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. And the way they do that. <clears throat> 
is and I'm not and I'm not even gonna try to give any spoilers because the but the way they interweave this thing into that into that universe is fucking perfection. Well, I it's mean, so funny. I see the you know the posters and the trailers and the the poster has Avengers Tower displayed yep. prominently in the in, on the skyline. You yeah. know, as he's lying on top of a of a tr- of a commuter train. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Uh, so. I, but uh, and our villain is Michael Keaton, yes, who plays the Vulture. Uh, I can't remember if they said it. In, I stopped watching trailers like a while ago, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they said it. And if anything, we said it a long time ago. Is that his the storyline? Yes. Is that and this is what the whole movie opens up with? Is that he has the contract on the city to basically clean up uh, what happened after the first Avengers? Yes. So that's what it says. It says like what five years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know. So and then the government comes in, the secret government, and says, "Now nah, you're fired." And he's like, no, like I've, you know, I bought trucks for this. Like I'm, I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my job. You know, everything like that. And she's like, talk, to, talk, talk to our new boss. And all of a sudden, it cuts to a TV screen. And who is it? Tony Stark. Tony Stark. So damage control. Exactly. So, uh, so that's you know that's where we get our, our hatred from that's, him. That's why he's pissed. Okay. But he's he but he's got some of the let's just say some of the trash left over. Yeah. And so he's going to start basically making his own shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that's where he starts, and then and that's why he's the vulture. That's see? why he's the vulture. Yeah. Uh, on the on the Peter Parker side is that this is a story about a, a kid who really wants to be a part of something bigger, who wants to be put to the challenge again because this is right after Civil War. He's like, I did my job. Like, you know, come on, let's do this, man. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're not ready. You're not just stay. He says, stay low to the ground. Yeah, and just you know, we'll call you when you're ready. And <clears throat> and that's just, and that's in some of the trailers where yeah. he'll he'll call up Mister Stark. I. I stopped a guy from stealing a bicycle today. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, a, a nice lady gave me a churro. And, and that's what know, he does. He goes yeah. around the neighborhood just doing menial tasks. You Friendly know? neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, and then what you, on the other side you've got is that he's in love with this girl named Liz. And so that's where you get what they call the John Hughes side of it. Yes. And so uh, I was saying earlier, it's not my review, but it's perfect, is that if you cut out all the Spider-Man aspects of this movie, you've got a really good John Hughes film. Which is the goal of the director and the writers. And he fucking nailed it. Yeah. Um, and so with that said, uh, you've got basically Stark putting Parker on a, on a leash. Mm-hmm. You've got him not wanting to be on that leash. Yes. Uh, so there's defiance in there. You've got Ant-Man in the background. And so... Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's so genuine. It's it's funnier than shit. I th- it's the funniest of all of them. Easy, really. Yo, easy is okay. the funniest one. I mean, I could not stop laughing. Like probably every. Oh, here's a funny thing because Egg's here. Uh, there was a kid behind me. Egg's got a very distinct laugh. Mm-hmm. If you ever heard him in the theater, yeah. And uh, what's funny is that this kid beh- like behind me, like three down, three rows down, had Egg's laugh. Like that. Oh, for half a second, I thought Egg was in New York, <laughs> and I was like. And I was hearing, I'm like, that's how Egg's going to sound. Like, this is, it's so joyful, but then serious, and then like, you know, but it's got a great message to it. Um, I will say this, though, if you see it on a big screen and your fear of heights, you're going to barf. Oh. You're going to barf. That's good. At least seven times. Oh, I'm going to see it in IMAX 3D, though. Even I was like, oh, God, <laughs> you know. I love that like, shit. Like, the scene that they show in the, in the trailer where they're on that plane that's flying, and he's like, like hanging on, like, to the yeah. wing or whatever. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Um, Keaton is... Phenomenal! You get I, I call it his sinister Beetlejuice. Yes, like he's just a fucking asshole. Oh yeah, oh, he, that, he plays maybe, that well. Yeah, he was trying to take over that apartment. Oh, the well, the Heights was yeah. the movie. Yeah, or Pacific about. Heights. Pacific Heights. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh, yeah, that you get that Keaton out of him. Um, <laughs> great cast. Uh, great banter between him and his friends. The 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 kids that we heard. Uh, I'm trying to get his name. It's uh, oh, what did I write it down? 
Jacob uh, Batalon. Yeah. Uh, they just have this great chemistry together. I did ask him in the interview how many of those Death Star Legos he got to break. The answer is seven. Yes. <laughs> that means that they built that they built seven. Oh, then I said, did you feel bad about it? And had them standing by. Yeah. And they also made him and Tom Holland build one together as a as a you know bonding experience. Oh, that's he, a good idea. And he said it went horribly. <laughs> uh, just it's all around great. I and I'll I'm gonna say it. <coughs> Sorry. It's the best one. Best. It's the best Spider Man. Spider Man movie. Yeah. I think so. Wow, that's pretty high praise. I, we, I, we all know how we feel about uh, two. I love two. I with love Doctor Octopus. Yeah. If, I, if it's not the best, then they came in at a fucking tie finish. Because because like, two really hit all of the notes that, yeah. that you needed from a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this. And then. they take stuff straight out of the comic books. Oh, well, no, I'm not going to ruin that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But they take they take stuff straight out of the comic books that is just like almost straight from the page. And it's just like, holy shit, you guys did it. You know? And so and it's not to knock two. I mean, I love two to death. No, it's it's a, still a terrific movie. And, still a great Spider-Man movie. Yeah. But this one is just, it's got that, I, I want to just say that MCU oomph. Yeah. And it, so... What I'm hoping happens here is that Sony realizes what Marvel Studios is doing yeah. and says, uh, how about our catalog how of, about Fantastic of Marvel characters? Fantastic you know, movie. because we can't seem to crack it. Yeah. Well, I also think um, Fox should take a look at it. Exactly. And I think, I think the box office numbers are going to come in and they're going to realize yeah. we need to start working together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of, and, and that's why I think that these... Spider-Man spin-off movies that they've got planned or it's I think it's a bad idea. Yeah. I love the idea of Tom Hardy as Venom, don't get me wrong, but I just don't like it at that studio. Yeah. I want Marvel Studios to have Tom Hardy as Venom. Right. That's what I want. <laughs> uh full of Easter eggs. Great. I found one of them. Director didn't want to admit it. Yeah. You caught him. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's just uh four stars. I mean I can't four say anything, stars. I can't see anything bad about awesome. it. Awesome. It's awesome. just fucking Phenomenal. All right. Stay till the end of this episode for the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming cast interviews. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Uh, let's get back to the episode. All right. Broken news. Welcome to it. We just heard Jimmy Martin reviewing Spider-Man Homecoming. I didn't hear shit. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't because it was just me and him. No, we, no, sat, no. we sat and The listeners just yeah, the oh, listeners oh, Okay, they, that's how this thing works? Yeah. I thought just... we were just talking into this microphone and nobody listened. I thought this was one he, venting. He just now. Yeah. Is, that, <laughs> is that what all these fucking tweets are about? People tweet years? at me? Oh. Hey, by the way. What? People that tweet at me about an episode that's the third show, oh, I yeah. ain't going to remember shit. No, right. no. Right. Here's the thing you need to know about tweeting any of us regarding this show. We won't remember it. <laughs> we won't. And it's the same like with the radio show. Don't ask me questions about, you know, what happened on the last show. I don't remember. I don't. Honestly. And it's just because I walk out of the studio and that's done. Yeah. And yeah. it's over. And I'm moving on. And same with, with these episodes, yeah. you know, except for the occasional, you know, corn on top, things like that. Yeah, that's right. Where we remember. We'll remember that. Don't ask me what music beds I'm using because I don't remember. We don't remember you shit. <laughs> I don't remember shit. And guess what? I'm drinking less, people. A lot <laughs> less. Like I drink a lot less now. God. And I, think, I don't remember shit. And I think like Jimmy's the only one that goes back and re-listens to him. I listen to him every now and then. When I, I did yeah. when, I, when I had my drive back from Mississippi to uh Salt Lake, I did kind of listen to get caught up mm -hmm. just to see like you guys you guys, <laughs> you guys sounded lonely without me. I'll I'll oh. I'll listen I'll listen to an episode about every two months just mm -hmm. to check techni yeah. technical you know sound yeah. mixing and you know are we talking over each other too much and shit like that but 
Uh, it's done. We sound, we sound good, though. <laughs> uh, well, well, speaking of that, uh, we're going to be live uh, Saturday. Let me at check the date on this. 7 uh, o'clock, right? It's 6 p.m., 6 to 7, at Salt Lake Gaming Con, recording a show live. Let me check the date on that just to be sure. The 8th of July. So you're getting this show on the 3rd of July. So the 8th of July will be at 6 p.m., room 200A at Salt Lake Gaming Con in the uh, Southtown Expo. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I think South, so. Southtown Expo Center. Wait, so what What date are we, What date is this episode? This is uh, Monday the 3rd. All right, happy birthday, Tony. Yeah, it was Tony's birthday yesterday, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> you should text him he, right now. Happy yeah, birthday. He's not listening, though. No. <laughs> he's getting going to hear this shit. Somebody's going to tweet about it. Hey, they wished you happy birthday. And he's like, what the? He's I don't like, know. <laughs> I don't know. What the custard? So, uh, anyway, um, uh, 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 you guys have not seen Spider-Man Homecoming. No. Um, well, I'm going to see it on Friday. It was Lee and Tony and I, got uh, we, we went to that uh, press screening. And Egg. Egg was there as well. And does Egg talk to you about it at all? I won't. I, no. Well, I mean, he, he just told me that it's fucking fantastic. He just told me it's fucking fantastic, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, so, we, we came out. Of the movie afterward, and there was Excitable James. He saw it as well, and he had his camera, of course, and he does his his our post, you know, viewing thoughts on the movie, and uh, that's a, that's on our YouTube channel. It's on our Facebook. You can go and look at that. And uh, Lee made a really bold statement, which I I had to think about. He said, "I think this is my favorite Marvel movie ever." Yeah, I've heard that. And he's not the only one that said that. And though. I had to think about that for a second because I fucking love the Guardians movies. They have a special place in my heart. And then I got thinking, okay, setting those two aside, mm-hmm. what is my favorite Marvel movie? And so I had to think long and hard. Like using like their, like their most yeah. contemporary. Yeah. And so I came down to Captain America Civil War. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go rewatch it. So I rewatched it. And I have to say that just by a tiny, tiny bit... Civil War is still my favorite Marvel movie, only because of the ending, where RDJ looks at Cap right in the face and says, he killed my mom. And I went, oh, yeah, that's Marvel. That is a Marvel Universe movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that, that did it for me. Having said that, the Spider-Man movie is damn near perfect. And I'm, I'm trying not to overhype it, because right. you all are going to go see it, but it's damn near perfect. It really is. Uh, just... This yeah. this he's so earnest. He's he just he he he's he's not like the brooding X Men. He loves his powers. Yeah, uh, like Spider Man. He yeah, like Spider Man. He likes being Spider Man. Uh, I've he, always thought like Spider Peter know? Parker liked being Spider Man more than he liked being Peter Parker. Well, yeah, who, I mean, yeah. who wouldn't? Um, and, and but then he also learns that there's problems with that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is a really it it just takes place in in such a great place. Um, it's not, and it's not an origin story. Thank fucking which, God. Which, and, uh, and this is not a spoiler. The name Ben Parker is not mentioned. It is not mentioned. Not once? Not once wow. is that name mentioned. The only thing that is brought up is, you know, he, he worries about Aunt May because of what she's been through. That's, that's about it. And that's all you need to know. And yeah. that's all you need what, to know. What if, what if, like, Aunt May's, like, in the kitchen and, uh... You just see like a little box of like Uncle Ben's rice, and then she just starts crying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's all. Is that, is that in there? No, nope. that would be a nice nod. Not like, even. Not even. Black ass Uncle Ben. But uh, and but when you know, 
Aunt May sees shit going down on TV, you can see genuine concern on her face. Marissa Tomei does a great job of that. Uh, very concerned about Peter. Okay. You know? So and she knows he's Spider-Man? No, 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 oh. not at all. But just very, very concerned about Peter. Okay. Because oh, and all this shit going on in the city, and you're oh, and he, that's where Peter is, and you're you're yeah. not home, and yeah. you're you know and you lock the door all the time, and you and know you know are you and, masturbating? And you can tell she's she's gone through some shit, and she's worried about Peter, you know. So that that's how it's conveyed. Uh, so that's that's you know that's the that's the the minor minor quibble, mm-hmm. you know. Is what's the Spider-Man philosophy? Great power comes great responsibility. Kind of not touched on. But I'm sure they'll get to it. I'm sure they can get to it. I think. Um, I think they just wanted to make a party. It and it is. Yeah. It really is a party. It's, it's a celebration. Yeah. yeah. And you know, uh, Jimmy said it best. He said you could remove the Spider-Man elements of this movie, and you'd have a good, a really good John Hughes short film. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's that kind of a take. Okay. On being a kid in high school, his friends are charming and fun. Flash Thompson's a dick, you know. <laughs> uh, it, it just it, it, and this it, this Tom Holland, he is just. I'll say it. He's my Spider Man. Yeah. You know, everybody says they have a Batman, they have a Spider. He's my Spider Man. I got into a heated well, argument about Batman this morning <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> well, I, just even from his little bit that he's in Civil War. Yeah. I was like, that's the most yeah, Spider Man-y right. Spider Man yeah. I've ever well, seen. Well, multiply that because that's yeah. this movie. Yeah. That is this movie. Toby never did it for me. Garfield just never did it for me. Now, now see that being said, we also had the discussion about this is this is the best Spider Man movie, and I went two pretty damn good, and so I went back and I watched two. Mm-hmm. You know the one with Doctor Octopus, uh-huh. and 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 Lee hit it on the head. He said it's just a little melodramatic. I mean, it is, it is. It's still fucking good, right? Yeah, it's still a fucking good Spider-Man movie. It really is. Sure, but this one just edges it out. This is they they yeah. hit it, and so to Hollywood studios, I will just say to all of them: if you own a Marvel property. Let Marvel Studios make your fucking movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Just you do want to it. make some money. Do you hear me, Fox? You know, yes, Fox. Except own... Deadpool. I... Except Deadpool. That's the only one I like. Do. I, feel free to throw. Like y'all yeah. got to. They got to figure that out. Yeah, they got to fucking figure that out because yeah. I'm just sitting there. Okay, um, you retweeted it. Uh, I watched Guardians with my son because that was the whole thing. We thought Spider Man mm. Homecoming came out over the weekend. No, it's it's this coming. Right, 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 right. We came. Out, we thought it came out last weekend, and. He's like ready to see, like he actually expressed, earn, like he was eager to see it, which is a first because my son has always been terrified of movie theaters. Oh, okay. He doesn't do well in movie theaters. Is this still in the theater? Because I wanted to go see it one more time. Oh, uh, no. No, he, he hadn't seen the first one. Oh, the first one. Okay. He hadn't seen the first one. All and right. so I just said, let's all right, man, up. let's just sit down and watch because I was like, this will, I mean, it's a funny Marvel movie, which I feel it's like great. would prime him for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's, you know, Spider-Man's very funny. Yeah. That, and yeah. so I was just like, screw it. Let's just watch it. And so he fucking just dug it, man, and, and and it's just like I'm just excited to go to the theater and see this with my with my son. I'm telling you, your kids are gonna fucking love it. I, I'm really excited. All y'all's kids are gonna fucking love all this y'all's movie. kids. All don't. y'all's kids. <laughs> but yeah, like he because he never liked Spider Man that much. I mean, I showed him Spider Man uh, the first couples, the Tobies, mm-hmm. and I mean he was cool. Like I I, I rewatched Spider Man too, like as well to get mm-hmm. myself hyped for it, and. I still love that movie. Oh yeah, and I don't like Tobey Maguire or what? What? Uh, Andrew Kristen Garfield? Dunst? Or, oh, Kristen what, Dunst. What the fuck? I just never. They, they were just never cool for me. Yeah, it's just like, all right, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Ah. You know. See, for me, that 
the Peter Parker aspects of it were just it just didn't hit for me with mm-hmm. Toby. He wasn't or, Peter Parker or Andrew. Yeah. You know, thing about the Andrew Garfield movies is that it was, was a little closer. That was closer, but it was still it was the effects, the spider effects, the superhero effects were mm-hmm. great. Him falling, and you can see the rippling of his suit. And okay. Just, just the detail in that be- the beginning sequence of of the second. I yeah. believe it was. Of, no, of I will was, give you that. Was amazing. I'll give you but, that. But anyway, um, here's a little fun fact, and this has been made to be true. This is not an internet rumor anymore. Peter Parker showed up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe six years before Civil yeah, War. Yeah, I saw that. I think this is very cool that they, yeah. that they did this. Uh, he showed up in Iron Man 2. Tom Holland revealed that Peter Parker's first appearance was in Iron Man 2 as the little kid in the Iron Man mask who stares down the, the killer robots at the Stark Expo. That's him. Okay. So he's, 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 he's uh, Tom Holland, who was you know doing the promotions. He says, I literally had a conversation with, with Kevin Feige only 20 minutes ago. Maybe I've just done a big old spoiler, but it's out there now. It's cool. cool I like the idea that Peter has been in the universe since the beginning. So they're owning that one. <laughs> I'm so wait. Which I think is so awesome. I'm so sorry. I got to go back to what I was talking about earlier because I, totally, oh, yeah. I totally brought up Deadpool and then just started talking about my son. Oh, okay. But like when he was watching, yes, yeah, he was watching Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Is Deadpool going to show up?" Because he had read, you know, like oh, the yeah, whole yeah. Deadpool and Thanos. And I was like, "Well, son, the contract thing." I have to explain to you how business works. Yeah, now. and then yeah. It, yeah, it became like this weird conversation, and, and I was like, "He was just like, well, why don't they just do it?" I'm like, "Well, son, there's this thing called money, and people <laughs> like to have it. You know that thing that your dad doesn't necessarily have all the time." <laughs> Yeah, they just need to figure that no, out. No, I mean, I would say all, all the Marvel properties, let Marvel Studios make your pictures except Deadpool. I, I even, think, but I think, I even think they could still fucking make that. You think? Could just, well, I, at least come up with some sort of idea where you can just, I mean, if you could just, if you get Howard the Duck, because what they did with Howard the Duck and Deadpool, that shit was just fun to, fun oh, to yeah, read. Oh, yeah, Deadpool Duck, that was fun to read. It was just yeah. fun to read, but I mean, just like what Deadpool. And Rocket was in there, too. Yeah, <laughs> just for... I would love to see an Infinity War. I'm not saying like, I'm not saying. What you mean a movie? Yeah, that when 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 Infinity War goes down. Yeah, yeah. What they did with Civil War for Spider Man, do that with Deadpool. Deadpool and Infinity War. Yes, I mean just like just a fucking quick like that'd be a great idea. Let's just be just 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 have him in there for like a few just a few minutes where he gets a scene and, and it's like because Deadpool there was what what was that scene where uh, where he was a part of Infinity Gauntlet. They wrote him back into it, like yeah. he was there, like he like he time traveled and like yeah. he had some other shit that was going on. Yeah, and it, I remember that. It's a good story. I don't know. Anyway. It'd be cool. Uh, Kevin Feige says that uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man films will focus on villains that we have yet to see in live action. Hmm. Uh, he says, "What's fun about this uh, first time Spider-Man is in the MCU, and the first time he's played by an actor who is the age essentially Spidey is in the comics for so long." And Michael Keaton does with the Vulture. He's amazing, by the way. Right. Well, I mean, um, he is the Birdman. Yeah, we get to we get to explore villain villains that we haven't seen before. Spidey has an amazing Rogues Gallery, so he does. at some point, I think it might be interesting to revisit some of the characters we've seen on film before. But right now, we think that there are a lot of new ones that haven't played where well, they haven't played with yet. They really have. Craven, Craven, Mysterio. Yeah, those are the uh, two. God, who else? Um, there's there's just the a ton spot. of fucking Hydro Man. I always thought the chameleon could have been a good. Yeah, you know, chameleon was dope. You know, he was like Hydro Man. You could do well. And uh, speaking of Spider Man, this is uh, this is our, and then we'll move on to some other broken news. Spider Man. Get to the rest of the episode. Uh, but uh, you remember the Spider Mobile? Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. 
It was back in 1974. And the way this article is written, I think I got this from my own nine. When you can climb walls and swing between buildings, do you really need a car? No. <laughs> no, you don't. But in 74, Marvel's writers thought Spider-Man did. So they gave him a dune buggy that he could use to sit in New York traffic for hours. <laughs> well... It didn't stay in the comic book long. It became clear that it was a stupid idea. But Hot Wheels is bringing the Spider-Mobile back. Yeah! But it's a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. That's the only thing that pisses me off. It'll be available on the con floor for $15. Lame. Uh, It's a one-six-fourth scale. Spider-Mobile features uh, rubber tires, hubcaps with the Spider-Man's face, the whole, you know, like it was in the thing. But here's here's the fun part. One out of every five Spider-Mobiles instead will be a Deadpool customized variant called the Dead Buggy. I'm with this. It's one in five, but you won't know. They're just they're in a sealed package. More than likely, it's the Spider-Mobile, but one in one in five is going to be the Dead Buggy, complete with you know the hubcaps with his face on it, and the it it's going to be interesting. I want I want a Spider Mobile one, and I want you to have a Deadpool one. <laughs> I, I now Deadpool needs a buggy. <laughs> he could use one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's taking cab rides and shit. He could use one. No more crisp high fives. No. <laughs> Deadpool too. He needs to get his hand on a teleporter. I swear. God. Oh, I'm sure they will. They got it. His they... cable's coming. Yeah. So you know, have you seen the pictures of uh, as uh, Brolin his cable? Brolin his cable. Jeez. I, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Well, he's. I haven't seen him in costume or anything, but he's yoked. He he's is, ready really? to go. He's all jacked up. And then they had a makeup test where they were doing his, his eye, you know, that eye that Cable yeah. has and the scarring on the side of his face. And he's got his haircut. And he got the haircut. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Moving on from Spider-Man Homecoming. Go see it. You'll love it. Um, a lot of trailers out this week. We got the Death Note trailer, which was, uh, I thought, pretty cool. There was the Star Wars Forces of Destiny. Oh, uh, uh, Death Note will be on... Um, the Netflix. Netflix on August 25th is when that comes. We saw the Inhumans trailer. We got a little yeah. bit more footage, and we finally saw Lockjaw. Yeah. <laughs> did that make you happy? Yeah, it's it Lockjaw, did. man. It right. did. Uh, the Jumanji trailer, we saw that. Which uh, actually... The Jumanji, I... <sighs> it's I'm, a totally different take on it. It's a, it's a different take. I'm, I'm I don't open. know why they called it Jumanji. Yeah. They could have mm-hmm. called it anything. Because you might not go see a movie called anything. Yeah, yeah, that's You're true. You're more likely to go see a movie I, called Jumanji. I see what they, I like the concept. I like the. It, it's it's like I like the concept, but I'm like fuck. You, you, you just like. Oh, I like it. I was like, God damn it! That they made this for Hot Topic millennials. Like I was just like, fuck. <laughs> I love that Jack Black has to pay play a sixteen year old girl yeah. basically. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then we got the Star Wars Forces of Destiny trailer. Which looked great. It's uh, animated yeah. uh, for the Disney mm-hmm. Channel. It'll be on Disney. Is Dis- this for girls? Shut the fuck Shut up. Shut the fuck up with that. It looks cool. Yeah. Uh, July 9th on Disney Channel, but you'll get to watch it sooner on the Disney YouTube Channel on July 3rd. And Rick and Morty, God. Season 3 trailer. Dude! That's July... And the announcement! Th- July 30th. Oh, thank God, because there's been all this rumors going around that they're fighting and the season wasn't going to happen and shit. <laughs> But then I think they saw like thousands of assholes line up in a truck and go, well, no, God damn. I, I don't know why there was rumors about them fighting because they, they, it, it was uh, Dan Harmon kept saying, no, we just yeah. we just don't have any ideas. It's just taking us a while. That's all. It's think, a hard show to put together. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Well, and it's because it's super smart and mm-hmm. they actually check their science on that. I don't know if you know that. They, they do? Have, 
They oh. have a scientific advisor on oh, that Oh, funny. You know? Oh, funny. But yeah, like, I guess uh, <laughs> I've converted many people over the last year yes. to the cult of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the latest victims is, uh, is Cat Martin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's been uh, making all kinds of cool paintings. That painting. Did you see the, the latest jelly bean, one? Yeah, the jelly bean king. I, king jelly bean statue. Holy in the water. fucking shit! Because I didn't. I I saw it. You guys got to go see it. Uh, it's on her Facebook. It's right? on her Facebook oh. or Instagram, whatever the hell she does. But, but I guess she's just she's at uh, they're at Denver Comic Con right now. It's so as good. we're recording. Yes, and and, I, and I, meeting fans of the show apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess she's just been randomly, uh, randomly been yelling, "I'm Pickle Rick." <laughs> So I'm, so fucking, I'm having a party. Like 9.30 oh, at night. Oh, a premiere party? Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I got nowhere to go. That's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> July 30th? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll just skip that story. We'll come back to that some other time. You started watching that shit yet, Jackson? I, that is on my list this Wait, week. Wait, you never watched Rick and Morty? No. What the fuck, I gave, dog? I gave it like two episodes for season one, and I just, I went, eh, I don't know. I just don't know. And no, then I no. never went back. I it's, can't. I can't. But I, I hear it's gotten better. This is fucking... Bl- it was, it was better from the start, man. I thought. That, I think the first episode's a lot... is hard for a lot of people to get through. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I was drunk when I watched the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe that's what I need to do. Well, I'm just saying, I tell everyone to start either at uh, Lawnmower Dog. Is that season one? Yeah. Okay. Lawnmower Dog. And Me Seeks and Destroy. Mr. Right. Me Seeks. Yeah, Mr. Me Seeks. Pain, existence is pain. That shit is. <laughs> Where are my balls, Jerry? <laughs> I um, had my balls, and then you took them. Where are my balls, Jerry? Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, other studios with Marvel properties, uh, Alice Braga has joined the cast of Josh Boone's X Men spinoff, New Mutants. She is replacing Rosario Dawson, who you can't quit. you can't replace her. I know you can't, but she decided not to do this movie. Huh. Hmm. Now keep in mind, she's a comic book fan. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Oh. I I have no evidence of anything. It's right. just my hunch because I know she's a comic book fan because she can talk comics with the best of us. That's all I know. And this is going down two two final stories. That uh, the first one categorized under. I think it's about time. Uh, Disneyland is going to remove the bride auction from Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Take a wench for a bride. We oh, yeah. want the redhead. You know that one. Yeah. It's about time. And purists are up in arms. Of course they are. To which I just, you know, because they say, well, they're pirates. And I said, they're fake pirates. Come on. <laughs> it was never meant to be a historical representation or educational at all. Right. They're fake pirates. So, you know, don't use that argument. But uh, they're going to change it. They're changing it right now, as a matter of fact. And it will be open sometime this summer with uh with new uh, they're they're keeping the redhead they're keeping her in some way they said because she's a po- allegedly in a popular character the redhead the redhead she has a name and a wiki <laughs> she's okay. she's caught everything okay and finally this uh oscar nominated actor james cromwell <laughs> i saw this shit is that from cochran farmer hoggett you know has been sentenced to jail for refusing to pay fines related to his arrest at a protest at a New York power plant. Times-Herald Record of Middletown reports a town judge in Wayanda on Thursday sentenced, 77 years old, to seven days in jail. He was among a group of found guilty of obstructing traffic at a December 2015 sit-in in the site of a natural gas-fired power plant being built in Wayanda. 
Wei Wei Wanda? Well, Wei Wanda. I feel like this is a city in Wakanda. Yeah. The protesters <laughs> say the plant threatens the environment, and he's a, he's a big environmentalist. Cromwell says he hopes that people can see the injustice of the jail sentence and that others may be inspired to join the pickets. He lives in a neighboring town. I just think it's great that Zephram Cochran is part of the resistance. And I hope when they, <laughs> when they put him in, the, in his cell, he goes, that'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. Anyway, uh, anything you guys got before, yeah, I we, say something. before we get back to the episode, which is called Miracle Berries? Wow, that's because we tried those that's, fucking that's, crazy berries. That's the name of the episode? That shit was fucking weird, man. I didn't <laughs> like that shit, man. That shit had me questioning all types of shit. Uh, what you got? I uh, tried to give another shot. The old uh, preacher. I enjoyed that first episode. I can't do it, dude. I re- and I really tried. Uh, hmm. And I, I finally just turned off. I almost got to the end of the second, and I was just like, nope. You should at least give three. I always give three whenever I'm trying something. I don't know. But that's as soon as me. I fake... Ugh. That's me, though. Why did Tulip and Cassidy fuck? Why? In the first season? Yeah. Because there has to be some tension. You know, that's fuck, called yeah. storytelling. It's, yeah, man. You know, it's... Fucking leads to storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Think about... Yeah, like, when have you fucked and you didn't... Like, tell a story. Well, I was going to say, only character I really <laughs> see that Dave Chappelle uh, special from Austin. That's, yes. That's definitely a good example of that. The only character I really like is Cassidy. He's perfect, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's right off the page as right. far as I'm concerned. I, I agree. Yeah. Tulip and Jesse, though? Uh, Santa Killers is pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. But I just can't, I can't do it. But I think you should stick around for Hairstar. I really do. And see yeah. see how they do, see what they do with Hairstar. Because he's coming. Him. He's coming. See how they fuck him up? Just give it a give it a try. <laughs> I, I want to like it. I know you. I just think you're a little close to the material. To, I am. You know, I, I'm biased. You know. Like yeah. You, uh, I mean, there there are people <laughs> who who read Guardians of the Galaxy comics who don't like the movies. You know, because yeah. uh, why didn't you do this? Because like, well, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's kind of hard to read. Trying honestly. to make money. <laughs> yeah. Um. So no, I just uh, you know maybe you got nothing to do you know. I mean yeah, we got a lot of shit to catch up yeah, on, man. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into Rick and Morty again. I'm... Yeah, uh, you seen American Gods yet? Yeah. You, oh, fi- yeah. you all done? We I'm finally done. finished it. Yeah. Fuck man, how good is that? That shit is good. Like right. the Did season you, finale, yeah. season finale, like was utterly dick hardening. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, this is and it's Beautiful funny. Shot. It's funny. It's it's just, it's it's my Game of Thrones. It's my modern day Game of Thrones. It, like, because Game of Thrones episodes I'd have to watch, you know, uh, once or twice. Maybe sometimes three times. Mm-hmm. Well, one, because Game of Thrones is so sexually charged and violent that right. I... Sometimes I end up fucking during the episodes. Uh, <laughs> I tell people to watch it with the closed captioning on Game yeah. of Thrones. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I would recommend that with American Gods. Oh, you too. have to. No, because yeah. American Gods shit, you, especially if you're not privy to the, to the novel... Um, or or any of the mythology. Yeah, some, like, if some of that is lost on you, I will. I have watched every single episode of American Gods at least twice. Yeah, I'm going to go back the, and rewatch it. Uh, episode four, five, seven, and eight. I had to watch three times. Mm-hmm. Just just be, just to catch little shit. There's because there's so much shit that mm-hmm. they do that's going on in the background of other scenes. That you just you're just like oh okay well that's why Neil Gaiman is just he's a he's such a fan of all the mythology mm-hmm. behind all of these you know based on I can't say actual can I <laughs> but based on uh, actual uh, thoughts and beliefs that are that are out there 
Uh, he he researches all that shit. He's really well versed in Norse Norse mythology. Yeah, he wrote that's, a whole book about that's, it. That's that's especially, but he's also gotten into the other mythologies from the other nations. So he's he's basing all of this on research that he has done, and that's that's why it's fascinating. I mean, in season eight, when you find out the origin of Easter, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. that's just something that's not taught. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, unless you and the cool. Th- all right, I will. The one thing about watching this show. Is it's fun to watch with, with people of other different religions. Mm. I've enjoyed that. Uh, mainly some of the people I watch are pagans. Mm. Like straight up. Because so, there's a lot of that stuff in And there. yeah, when it got to episode eight, they were fucking squeeing. They were like, like, yes. They were like, somebody is telling this fucking story correctly. <laughs> no, like, and I was. But it's and, and so like and I've watched people I watched a show with Catholics and Buddhists and it's, and it's just very interesting to see how they take and perceive the show. So I just recommend mm-hmm. if you're going if you watch this show, watch it with people of different background uh, religious backgrounds mm-hmm. or engage in conversation with people from uh, different. And see, so and see, and I I get that in my emails is how come you love the show so much? You're an atheist. I'm like, hey, it's all mythology yeah. to me, so yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah, you know? it's I've always been fascinated by mythology, all of it. You yeah. Know? And for yeah, because like me, like yeah, I grew up I grew up Christian. Yeah. I was baptized Christian, raised Catholic, and now I believe in Thor. Yeah, like there that. You go. That like everyone's just like, <laughs> and I say that, and people laugh, and I'm like, nah, man, <laughs> Thor. That no, dude. There, no, there's they're they're still practicing over there. There's still a handful of them that practice over there. I legit shouted out to Odin on <laughs> Friday night. Y'all, I wish y'all motherfuckers <laughs> believe me. Like I just like, hey, All Father Odin, please hear me. You know what? Uh, other series was just perfect. Yes, this la- the latest season, Fargo. Mm, Holy shit! Fucking a, that was good. That season finale, yes, was beautiful. I just, I, it, it just amazes me that they, I mean, you got three seasons of just perfect television. Yeah. Perfect um, television. I love that they brought back that deaf yeah, hitman. Yeah, from the from season uh, was it one or two? I think I can't remember. Can't remember which one, but yeah. God, it was good. You and McGregor. Holy shit! And they're paying homage to the Coen Brothers uh-huh. universe. To the whole universe. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, it, it exists in the Coen Brothers universe. Yeah. Because you had a, a, a shot-for-shot recreation of that scene in Lebowski where the mysterious stranger mm-hmm. shows up in the bowling alley. Yeah. And they do the same thing. So that, that says that, you know, Purgatory might be the bowling alley. Or Limbo mm-hmm. is the bowling Something alley. Something like that, right? Because there's Ray Wise, and he's the mysterious stranger right. now. You know? <laughs> Just and, it was fabulous, and, just fabulous. And speaking, you and McGregor, yes. I finally watched Transpotting Two. Oh yeah, with Egg the other day. Yeah, how was, how was that? Really good. That's, okay, that's what they were saying when really, it came out. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a, it's a love letter to the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you like the first one, watch it. Uh, watch it with subtitles because you can't understand a fucking yes, thing they're saying. Exactly. Don't be ashamed. Especially Robert Carlyle. Oh God, <laughs> who's scary. <laughs> As fuck in this movie again. So, all right, good the, shit to watch. The last show I just finished up, and I, I, I watched this show because my dad suggested. My dad's not a big TV guy. Okay, he's a sports and news kind of guy. Yeah, he fell in love with Shameless. Really? Oh, it's, I love that show. It's, some, it's, it's one of my favorites. And I just finished it up, and I mean, like, it, it, if you just, I don't know that. If you never watch the show, watch it. I mean, like. I'm, it'll if you're if you're out there listening and you're struggling with just whatever right? life, like you 
you will get over it by watching this show. Yeah, it makes like, you feel a lot better about yourself. It, but it, but also, it. but it also teaches you how to fucking hustle right. and teaches you how to fucking cope. Yeah, because you you'll empathize with at least three or four characters. You even, I agree. Yeah, it's it's but one never of the, Frank. Well, every once in a while. No, I've empathized with Frank a few times. A couple times. times. Yeah. He's such a piece of shit, though. But it's such a good show. It's such... And just wrapped up season seven. Uh, it's on Netflix. Watch that. And they, they're filming season eight as we speak. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. All right. Anything else? If not... Hey, guys. Celebrate America. Happy uh, birthday, America. Hey. There you go. Re- uh, this... this uh, while you're out there for your 4th of July, I want you to pour out a little... Capri Sun mm. to all those exploded G.I. Joes and Star Wars figures that I blew up as a kid <laughs> with fireworks. Um, oh, uh, stay, uh, stay till the end of this episode because uh, Jimmy interviews Marissa Tomei. Oh, fuck you, Jimmy! And Tom Holland. Oh. And the director and the kids from Spider-Man Homecoming. For real? So, yeah, so stay till the end to hear that. He like looks her in the face and asks oh, her yeah. questions. He's in the same room with her. You got to talk to him, man. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, I know you're going to listen to this later because you're the only one to actually listen to this. <laughs> Eat a dick, man. Oh, <laughs> not man. mine though. Not mine. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, once again, don't forget uh, Room 200A, 6 p.m. on Saturday at uh, Salt Lake Gaming Con live uh, Geek Show podcast. Oh, 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 oh! oh shit! What? B- before we get back to to Miracle Berries, just yeah. real quick, if you get a chance to see Roger Waters, if he comes to your town. Uh, he's touring right now. Oh, did you go see that? And I went to L.A. on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, thanks to the brother-in-law for making this possible, and my wife for making this possible. God damn. Is that the mo- such a good show. Is that the motherfucker that wrote Hairspray? <laughs> no. That's John Waters. Oh, okay. That's John Waters. That's John Waters. <laughs> Roger Waters for Pink Floyd. Floyd. He wrote The Wall. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! That would have been a different show. That would have been a much different show. All I can say is is <laughs> he it's uh he 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 does he does two solid hour sets and the he does an intermission the second hour uh, he you know again the, the the technical aspects of the show are just amazing he recreates <laughs> with some this set that floats above the arena. The Battersea Power Station, which is the cover of the Animals album, mm-hmm. it's it's a legendary uh, building in in London. That's it, it's 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 not operating, but they refuse to tear it down right. because it's just people love the the look of it. It's got the four smokestacks, and you've you've seen yeah. it. He recreates that on stage, does the song "Pigs" three different ones. That's the name of the song, and dedicates it to Trump, mm-hmm. and is not subtle about it. You know, it's like. All through the montage of the video behind him, it's like Trump's speeches, Trump words, things he said. And then finally, when the song ends, the words, like, 25 feet tall, Trump is a pig on the screen. I mean, he's not subtle about it at all, Just, but just brilliant. If you get a chance to see him, oh. go see him. It's just such a great show. Spend whatever money you have to to see it. It's brilliant. Anyway, let's get back to the episode. Miracle Berries. Miracle Berries. Please to enjoy. July in Utah, which means the locals are celebrating Pioneer Day. <clears throat> Pioneer Day is really what they do. Speaking of pioneers, you know who's been around for 35 years? Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and more. Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. 35 years in business. Happy local business and birthday, Cabin Fever. 
What started out as a small card shop back in 1982 has now become so much more than a card store, with an ever-increasing array of gifts and collectibles, from licensed lunchboxes, retro candy, gift bags, playing cards and wrapping paper, also coffee table books on film poster art, as well as biographies on exploitation, sci-fi and horror films, and don't forget the rubber duckies. Cabin Fever has grown up over the years, while still keeping its tongue firmly planted in the world of the meek, the geek, and the freak. You thought I was going to say cheek, didn't you? Stop by Cabin Fever and wish them the happiest of birthdays. They're open from 10 to 9 Monday through Saturday and uh, 12 to 5 on Sunday. Located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 5th South and 7th East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. It's time for technology to give you more family time, not less. Introducing Nucleus, the Wi-Fi home intercom with auto answer. Call from room to room or home to home with no monthly fees. No more yelling up and down the stairs and no more struggling to set up Skype calls with grandma and grandpa. Nucleus is available today at NucleusLife.com. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, to get a special discount. Hey, I want to tell you about something very cool that Black Velvet Boutique is doing. Throughout July, Black Velvet Boutique is accepting donations for the Rape Recovery Center, a very worthy cause. So go in with a donation and you'll receive a discount off your next purchase at Black Velvet Boutique, 293 South State in Clearfield. And Dawn and Leah from Black Velvet Boutique, they want to thank you, Geek Show listeners. Apparently you're a sexy crowd. (laughs) Uh, The staff, very supportive, very passionate about making sure their customers have a positive experience. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. Talking about sex can be kind of uncomfortable. Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. You can shop anonymously or talk to any of the staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Sex is no joke. Black Velvet Boutique is not a porn store or a novelty store. They're a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. They have a free sex education workshops as well. Go see them. They're open seven days a week. They're locally owned and operated. BlackVelvetBoutique.com. You can call them at 801-525-1583 or go see them. 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Black Velvet Boutique. And we're back. Yeah. Woo! I remember stay till the end of the episode. Jimmy interviews the cast of Spider-Man Homecoming. Woo! Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Homecoming. And also. I slipped. Sorry. And also keep true to the American spirit. We're going to say the Pledge of Allegiance after the episode. All right. Stick around for that. We're supposed to at the beginning. I don't think we are. I know. That's how we do it. We're just going to get whacked out of miracle berries and start <laughs> licking stuff. Yeah. I know, right? Um, this doorknob tastes like candy. Since, <laughs> haven't done that since fourth grade. Those are words you'll never hear come out of my mouth. I pledge um, allegiance to no flag. We uh, we get your questions. from our. Is this from our Facebook page, I guess? Yep. How many questions do we have? Uh, so it's a, it's a light week. 900. Well, we well it's a nice day. It's, it's a nice day. Everybody's outside. Uh, yeah. Pledge allegiance to flags. Yeah. People, are, miracle do- berries. People are doing stuff. Uh, because I've I've still got stuff if we if we need uh, well uh, we've got thirteen questions all and right, I'd say about half of them are good probably plenty okay. just go th- just go through good. all of them all right so uh, we're we're gonna go with a ballpark question from uh, from Neff because right. shout out to Neff even though it's a ballpark question it's still Neff so we're gonna we're gonna let, we're gonna let it hit so yes. uh, with your geek culture fame and superpowers i.e. being so involved with Salt Lake Comic Con what has been your favorite geek moment examples interviewing celebrities meeting somebody. At at Comic Con, yeah, it's anyway. <sighs> Doing push-ups with Anthony Mackie. Boy, how do you beat yeah. them? 
And then fucking having my Wizard of Oz moment talking to Stanley uh, on the on the big screen like that for me like doesn't get any better than it, that. It really doesn't get any better. And then you know what? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll switch gears here. Watching fireworks with Jimmy at San Diego Comic Con. No, like Aww, honestly, no, that, that was, was the, that was the Star Wars thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was, no, that was really that was a really cool. That yeah, that yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was a really cool. If, one. if I had been there. No one would have survived because I would have just exploded and Lee Shrapnel would have killed the whole audience. <laughs> Casual-wise, I'd say our shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, me whenever, too. That's, yeah. that's my answer. Whenever we do live shows just in those big panel rooms. They you, get so excited. And you guys show up and yeah. you're excited and it's just, it's it's it's, it's, it's the best. It's, and then Kate if we were psychic, talking about chocolate in your butt. If we were psychic <laughs> yes. vampires, those would be the episodes we walk away the most full from. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. Us, it's just fun. It's it's energizing. It makes you feel mm-hmm. like the world's a yep. good place. Yep, it, yep, it's, yep. It's, and it's, it's just getting the geek show says haze. I mean, I was at Park Cafe. Um, a young man named Jacob, I was in the middle of having breakfast, and he just came up and said, hey, I recognize your voice. Are you Jay? And I'm like, yeah. And it was just, he gave me a nice little geek show says hey. And there was oh. people at Wise Guys the other night and that uh, they came up. And uh, shout out to Saul. Um, to just said hi. And it, I mean, like, just shit like that. I'm telling you. Well, and and speaking of that, um, oh, so good. <clears throat> according to uh, the schedule, this this show is being dropped on the third of July. This Saturday, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing a live recording panel show at Salt Lake Gaming Con. That's oh, right, right. So we're, we're going to keep it rocking, America. We are we are doing a panel that I am so excited about. I, I'm really yeah. Okay, well, my qu- okay. Sorry, yeah. All right. We're doing. Lee and I are on an Overwatch panel with uh, our good friend Kari. An Overwatch? Uh, Overwatch <laughs> with, with Kari and also Danny Powers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oprah Watch panel. She really yeah, loves bread. Yeah. And we're talking she about fucking the, hates the, Weight Watchers right now because she lost a lot of money. The inclusivity of Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh, I'm so and I'm I'm uh I'm seeing a panel with a, a voice actress and I can't remember who it is now. Damn, it's Oprah. It's not. <laughs> it hasn't been a lot of voice acting. All right. All right. So well, uh, for me, for Comic-Con, yes. it would be when I got to s- sit down and talk to um, Peter David. Oh, yeah, My yeah. Favorite. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for that um, one. That was good. I really enjoyed that. And uh, the dude from Spartacus. That was <laughs> from Boner Fight. <laughs> Which one? Crixus? Spartacus. Crixus? Oh, oh, Spartacus himself. Yeah. Okay. That was good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question uh, from uh, Courtney Allen Case, uh, yes. a gentleman who can actually join the Manly Men with Girly Names Club. Yes. We'll, we'll actually send your, uh, your membership kit in the mail. Your sash. Uh, yeah, your sash <laughs> and your tiara. Uh, now that we're going into the second half uh, of, into the summer and the halfway point of the year, oh, yeah. what has been the most surprising thing pop culture-wise that y'all have come across? Surprising thing that DC culture. made a good movie. Rompers. I would say one woman. I, I will yeah. say one woman. Rompers. Rompers. <laughs> no, like honestly, rompers. I mean, like they're comfortable. I like them. Um, That's it. That's all I got. Hey, we 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 all love a onesie. It's dope, dude. Onesies are fucking dope. I uh, Wonder Woman certainly um, absolutely needs to be to be <clears throat> praised and 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 revered, but. Hallelujah. When I when I saw the amount of love for the old Batman TV series yeah. when Adam West died, because it was just cornball shit that no one cared about. That's yeah, that's that's what I always thought. Yeah, and and then you go on social media and you see people yeah, people are losing their mind. You know, talking about how much it meant to them. You know that show. 
that's that show that we hated for so long. Yeah, but we all secretly love. But we, you know, <laughs> I, I I've told the story a million times. When I watched it as I was a kid, that was not a comedy. Nope, that was not funny. That they was were hanging shit. over that vat of acid, and you yes. had to tune in at the same bat time on the same yeah. bat channel. Vat you sure acid. as fuck were. You, you ran were. the fuck home from school. Exactly, ran you the did. Fuck home. And then, but not too fast because Dark Shadows was on before. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as you got older. You got mad at that show. Got mad. Because they weren't right. To, it wasn't being true to the bad, as they say. Yep. And then as you got older, you went, I see what they were doing. Hallelujah. It's kind of like going It's kind of like yeah. going back to the Burton, the first Burton Batman movie that yeah. was so dark, and people were so so harsh on how dark that movie was. And you go yeah. back to it now, and it's it's almost a comedic stage play. I think it's not that dark compared no, to it. No, but for 1989, <laughs> it might have been. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, and the only Batman that we had seen... Before it was was Adam, Adam West, West or the Super Friends or right. or, or the right, or the very right. brief and hardly remembered filmation Batman and Robin Hour with Tarzan exactly <laughs> with Tarzan so, excuse yeah. me yep. so uh, wait wait what yeah. filmation the company that did uh, Masters of the Universe uh, in 1977 had the rights for Batman and Robin but not any other DC characters so they had a uh, a Power Hour it was it was. Batman and Robin. It was and a then, half hour Batman and Robin, and then half an hour of Tarzan. Oh, and, uh, I thought you meant they were in the same yeah, show. No, no, Adam one. West, Adam West, and Burt Ward did the voice work mm-hmm. for oh, it. Wow. And then to top it all off, all of the backgrounds from both shows ended up being recycled mm-hmm. for Masters of the Universe and other yeah. filmation shows. Of later. course they did. But I mean, Holy you, shit. the back to the complaints about Keaton being dark was that the only people who knew that the, the Dark Knight existed were, were reading the comic books, right. and that was not mainstream America. We had so just, we just finished Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, mainstream yeah. America. The last Batman they remember was right, old oh, chum. chum. Right. You know, <laughs> so to go from that to Keaton, yeah, that's like a super fucking dark turn right. to them. Mm-hmm. To us, we got it. But anyway, for me this year, it wasn't a surprise that something was good, but it was just a surprise that something appeared on April Fool's Day when they dropped the first episode of Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. God damn it! Was, it was, I was, agree unless I get the second one. Mm-hmm. It was like what? What new Rick and Morty? At first, people told me like, you're lying. You quit. It's April Fool's Day. I get it. It's, no, a, it's a funny joke. No, so he, and then I saw that it was real, and I was like, yeah. No, so he made Egg. He was like, no, really, there's a new Rick and Morty episode. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. It was the most brilliant eight, reverse April Fool's joke yep, of all time. exactly. I agree. Oh, so and then good. another one up to this point is that Black Panther trailer. Yeah. You know, the fact that we're, we're getting a Black Panther movie. Well, progress is going to happen yeah. whether the old folks want it to or not. Yeah. So they can fight kicking and screaming. I will die soon. I've, uh, I've scrolled through a couple of the movies on IMDb. Uh, Logan. Logan. Yeah. I mean, you guys, God damn it. I, 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 oh, I yeah, still. Logan. Freak. The way that I Love saw that Logan movie. was, to me, I'm, I'm sorry. That is a, don't go. Dang it. If you get a chance, watch Logan again by yourself. I did. And, and like, I did. I For me, I had the James Hallett experience. Yeah. And I fucking went to Bruvy, sat in the front row, got fucking hammered. Because that's not an X Men movie. Yeah, that's no. a really good movie that features X Men. Right. You know. You know well, what? Yeah. I'm did changing. You, did you finally notice the Wolverine action figure at the end? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm did, changing my vote. And did it punch you in the face? Yeah. It was uh, <laughs> that that little kid clutching his Wolverine action figure. And yeah. I was like that little kid's all of us. That's I'm, all of us. I'm changing my vote to Logan. I did not well, expect it to be that good at the, all. Jumping on the other side all. of the track. Did right. you see uh, the Batman Lego movie? Oh, yep. I finally yeah. saw it, you guys. That yeah. was good. Your wife's watching it in the other room. Scuttler. Oh, she is good. Yeah. That, that was, was hilarious. My, my, so uh, funny, right? Iron Man yeah. sucks. 
my uh, <laughs> most surprising pop culture thing that I did not expect was how awesome the new Star Trek trailer, the new Star Trek TV series trailer oh. looked. Yeah. And how unexpectedly excited I got about it. When Me I too. I got goosebumps halfway through it because I was like, this this is Star Trek. Me too. This I, is... I'm still mad about the whole way it's being delivered to us, yeah, but I, right. I, I tempered that and, and was able to just... Let it happen to me, and that trailer—it just—I'm just like, it's, just, I, I'm, it's ooh. stunning. Yeah, and I'm I'm sad that we don't get the original showrunner, but I'm also so delighted with American Gods that I don't care. Yeah, so yep. like, true. Willing but, to sacrifice him, but his his crew, he left his crew behind to mm-hmm. do Star Trek, mm-hmm. like Captain Pike did when he yes. left the able crew for for Kirk to. Leave. Oh, and Shaniqua Martin Green looks so good in that uniform. <laughs> the it, what 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 blew me away is that television production budgets have caught up with yes. Trek in a way that yeah. when when they're yeah. when when you see Nebula <clears throat> when you see special effects that would have looked amazing in the motion pictures 20 years ago uh-huh. and now you look at it and go this is a TV budget yeah. and yeah. and they're making Star Trek dream Well that's the thing is that one of the show uh, runners uh, said it, it's not a TV budget so we're spending a ton of dough on this we're yeah. making it movie quality a because movie. because when you pay for HBO you expect that Game of Thrones style right. and quality and, and so that's why he says we're spending a lot of money on this because you're going to be paying for it to see it so well uh, from the, the two and a half minutes we saw yeah. I can't wait yeah. I'm, I'm excited so yeah. Ryan Aldridge wants to know what's which, up Ryan fast, hey, the uh, movie that surprised me the most this year mm-hmm. Get Out oh Get Out yeah <laughs> holy shit yeah. can I alright Okay, real quick, yet. real quick. I got to talk about this real quick. <laughs> and I need to <laughs> Like, no, no. I don't. I, I got it on his Voodoo account. <laughs> All right, <laughs> which no Weird, one can like, use. Quick story. I um, I I waited to see get. I saw it get out in theaters, but then I like, and then I totally kind of brain dumped the movie, mm-hmm. and then went and saw it again mm-hmm. at the house. Okay, with the white girl. Oh really? <laughs> get, I have a very, I have an L-shaped couch. Yes. Say, get away from me. <laughs> she had never seen the movie. Okay. She was, you know, it was kind of cold. She kind of wanted, to, like, not necessarily cuddle, but just, you know, yeah. be in proximity. All right. like, Stay the fuck over there. <laughs> I am not meeting your parents. <laughs> I don't care over if he's over there. You watch that movie from outside, two doors down. I don't care if your dad's so, Bradley Whitford. Yeah. As someone who's watched, you know, the situations have happened, and I will say yeah. to you, mm-hmm. Jay. Yeah. Uh, the, the one scene that I, I was like, ah, he fucking nailed it, was when he got pulled over by the cops, and he was like, oh, let me see his ID, too. Yeah. And she's like, why? Like, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't do anything. And he just goes, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, just take it. I'm not going to fucking deal with this. Very real thing that that happened. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, fucking Jordan. And Kiel you know what? You know what dawned nailed on, this You know shit. what dawned on me the third viewing through? All part of the setup. Every dude she brings home gets pulled over. Yeah. So that she can Probably. so that she can play the great white protector <laughs> and throw him off of any hints that come up oh, before wait, the auction. Spoiler alert. I mean it's been you out for a while, that? obviously on Blu-ray. Yeah. When she says, I can't give you the keys, buddy, or you know, whatever yeah. her nickname is, I was like, Oh, you fucking asshole. I knew no, I and you could tell. No, the thing, Stop it, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't know where I don't know. I'll just say spoiled. I'll just say I knew I knew from the first like the the first act one. I knew what was happening. I knew, it. and the, and I will say this: the uh, the wife that does this to his arm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I call that Tuesday. <laughs> That's called Tuesday. It's such a good movie. Yeah. All right. What's so, next? What's next? Uh, seriously, get out. Great movie. Great movie. Um, and and there's your surprise. Uh, yeah. Great comedic writer. Great comedic actor who writes. An okay. Intense, yeah. That's the an intensely harrowing thriller. That yeah, that was the surprise. Yeah, uh, there we go. Which of the current? This is again Ryan Aldridge. Uh, which of the current Marvel Cinematic Universe characters would you most want to have a few beers with? 
Thor. Thor. A few beers. Thor. With. Oh, that's. I mean, you Thor. want to survive, right? Thor. He throws the shit on the ground. He's fine. That's that was coffee. I, w- I, w- I, I wish I wish Thor had a beer mug that only he could lift. You know what I mean? You know? Like well, there's there there is a the horn of plenty. Yeah, the horn of Norse plenty yeah. that you, know, you can never empty. If it's, it's I think the best part would be with Tony Stark. Uh, yeah, I'd want to drink well, with Tony yeah. Stark. Yeah, but yeah. We just learned that... in the latest teaser trailer from Spider-Man Homecoming, he doesn't even show up to his own parties. That's true. He just goes to ball games. Yeah. All right, wait, wait. <laughs> um, I drink with Captain America. We'd both have a glass of milk. You're Northern European and largely lactose intolerant. Mistake. I was saying boo urns. (laughs) Also, in the first cat movie, you remember, he's sitting in a bar with a drink in his hand, and he says, "I can't even get drunk." Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yep. Yep. You're sorry. Yeah, I say Stark. That's 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 a tough one. Uh, MCU. I would actually want to drink with the Hulk. Because with, if I'm with Banner get, or the no, Hulk? No, with the Hulk. Okay. Because, because I really have this, this wild fantasy in my head. The Hulk and I would go on a rampage. His would be a lot cooler than mine. And then uh, we'd, we'd have some fun, and then we'd just wake up like in another city. Oh, I take it back. I know who I am. I just, I just flash back to the scene in uh, it was Age of Ultron, I think, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Black Widow at the bar. She seems like she'd be fun at a bar. And she'd probably hold her liquor. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because I, it's in the MCU. I'm going Aunt May. Aunt May. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. Now, all right. Now I'm really going to switch gears. Um, Falcon, because he's a vet. Mm-hmm. And he's, I, I think it would just be fun to talk shop. Uh, and then uh, Punisher. Well, that's the last person I want to drink in a bar with. No kidding. Yeah. No, like, I mean. <laughs> yeah, because you know the first car that drives by and backfires, everybody in the place is dead. Yeah, he doesn't seem chatty. <laughs> um, so if you want to have a quiet drink yeah, with if you want someone else. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just sit there and kind of glare, you know. All right. That's oh, and so Matt, and Matt I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd, have tea. That I'd have tea with Madam Gal. Oh, that's good. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, but as we've established in, in the television universe, it's, uh, it's uh, Daredevil and Foggy are the drinkers. That's right. So that I whole think. crew. No, Jessica oh. Jones is a fuck. Jessica, oh, that's, oh, who shit. that's who I'm getting no, fucked up. Gosh, I, you're crazy. I've, no I've had drinks I, with the real world Jessica Jones. No. <laughs> no. I would want You wake up after bad decisions. I would want to have drinks with Phil Coulson. Oh, yeah. And just wake chat about his, uh, his experiences. Well, he is, he is kind of like a geek show panelist he, in many ways. Yeah. He'd, he'd bring out his collector cards yep. and tell you about his action Exactly. I'd want to hear all about it. See, That's I'd want to have drinks with the Punisher on the rooftop where he says, why do you think you're better than me? Ooh. Yeah. That, that you think you're better than me speech is so good. <laughs> it's so good. So fucking good. All right. So, uh, Casey, uh, Julander wants to know. Hey, Casey. Casey uh, wants to know, please, please help me understand why people like pop vinyl figures. <laughs> to me, I, to I me they are the stupidest looking figures. It's like they just said. You don't say t- that. Listen, it's no. I I I agree with Casey because. And here's the thing: is that I have uh, uh, several, like six, maybe eight, uh, pop vinyl figures at work, mm-hmm. and they're of my favorite characters. And people have given them to me. So I have uh, Howard the Duck. I've got Rocket Raccoon. I've got uh, Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century. Duck Dodgers. And all their feet are too small, and they keep mm. tipping over, especially <laughs> Howard the Duck. That's why you leave them in the box. I don't want to leave them in yeah. the box. They I should have the little I, I own just a few of them myself. I, yeah. I have a Hulk, a Batman, a Superman. Mm-hmm. I got a Rick and Morty. Yeah. And I'm probably going to buy the Ron Swanson. Mm-hmm. I will- See, I collect two kinds. I collect the Witcher 3. There's only four of them, so I'm done there. 
<laughs> and the Rick and Morty ones. There's about 15, and I have, yeah. I think, is there a 11 bird right now. Yes, there is. Yeah, there's a bird person. Oh, fuck There's me. that saw, many Rick and Mortys now? I saw is a bird there, person it, at the uh, Target at uh, Fort Union. Is there yeah. Mr. Meeseeks? Yeah, yeah, there's two vari- two or three variants of Mr. Meeseeks. I, I Did I, you see that they're putting out a, um, Funko's putting out a portal the gun? The portal gun? Yeah, yeah. I want yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It never fails. Every time I close my shelf door... One of them will fall over. Yeah. One of those three. Now, there, now I have, a, cor- I have a plastic band. I have a Cornelius Planet of the Apes. He does not fall over. Yeah, I can make some stands for you. Would you? We'll fix this. Thank I, you. I, I got. I, I honestly think I know. Here's here's my draw of it because I didn't like. I I'm with you, Casey. Yeah. I, I did not get it at first. Yeah. But then I just realized. Um, I remember as a kid, you know, I had all the action figures. Mm-hmm. You know, I had I had, uh, <laughs> I had had many faces. Uh, I had my GI Joes. I had my Spider Man, mm-hmm. and they all were different sizes. Yeah, and so, but you play with them, and so, like, all of a sudden, I got my my twelve inch GI Joe that's fighting a, a, a three and a half inch Cobra Commander, you know, with a nine inch mini face. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it just a nine did, inch what mini? Yeah, oh yeah, a nine inch mini face. <laughs> but it, but it, it just like it didn't make sense. But with with. What I like about Funko is like all the universes that I love. They all in they, the same style. They're all in the same style, same the same size. size. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for that's, me, that's pretty nice. Yeah, like for me, that's a. I like that. I mean, I I, I like them. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I just I just won't buy them. Yeah, I don't um, buy them. I like look. I, I when I, I go when I go to Doctor Volts and they got new ones in and I'll go. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. But I, just but I won't buy them. And they're a fun gift. Are, like that I have or that. Uh, people have given me. I'll yeah. say right now, uh, I probably have between forty and sixty. Yeah, in my house, I only have one hundred ninety-two. The reason I like them is because <laughs> one, they make me smile. Uh-huh. They're yep. fucking adorable, yep. and the reaction that my wife has to them. That's that's what I was going like, to bring she up. Loves is them. My wife, yeah. the when the first one we saw was Beetlejuice, and this is about oh, that's a good one. about six years ago when yeah. the first, when the line first started up. And we were at a Barnes Noble, and we see the Beetlejuice figure, and we both started laughing. Yeah. And it was just like, this is so ridiculous and preposterous. And she says, oh, my God, he's cute. Yeah. And then she started talking about, this went on for about half an hour. She's talking about her old strawberry shortcake dolls when she was a kid and how they had what she calls big cookie eyes. And so to her, Funko Pops had big cookie eyes. She loves them, and it allows me to um, aesthetically have lots of Star Wars figures around the house without oh. her going, oh, I don't. Like those, got she, too many. Yeah. She yeah. loves that Bib Fortuna. He's cool. He's got cookie eyes, you know. And so yep. that's it's aesthetically pleasing to her, and the kids like it. We have a good time with it, and mm-hmm. I like the way they interpret some of the characters. Oh, I do too. And it yeah. trips mm-hmm. me out that they can make anything one look like Ron Swanson and another one look like Vito Corleone, or without really changing much. Of course, my my favorite one's over there. It's in the box, Space Ghost. Oh, the Space Ghost is yeah. fantastic. We no, still no. still can't find. Brad. And what I what I love is Half Face Gus. Yeah, from Breaking Bad. That's oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite ones, but um, awkward question, mm-hmm. follow-up question. Is there is there a Moose Bear Storm Cloud, Funko? Uh, no, but they did do a full line of Rebels, and if there's a second season, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up as a large size figure. Moose Bear Storm Cloud. All right. All right. Uh, question maybe some of you can answer. I, I know I can answer this one. This is from uh, Elika. She wants to know if anyone on the panel collects original Japanese Micronauts, especially Time Traveler series, and do you think those will be introduced into the Guardians of the Galaxy line? Okay, guys. Uh, no. and, hey, guys. It's been it's been <laughs> fun hanging out. I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> no and no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no, I, the, the Micronauts I think are owned by uh, someone else. I'm not sure what that is. Micronauts Hasbro are owned by Hasbro at this yeah. point. You will but, be seeing uh, Micronauts movies. Yes. You will be seeing them. They probably won't come out from Marvel, but no. you did see a Micronauts character in Guardians of the Galaxy too. 
Hmm? Apologies, I can't answer that question. I hope you're not left in ultra Which, despair. Man- Mantis is a Micronauts character, uh, but she wasn't. Really? She wasn't created by Takara. The, the long story short is Micronauts were created as little figures that went along with Takara's Transformers. Yes. So your Optimus Prime, Starscream, all those characters, Micronauts came out and they were like little buddies that hang out with them. But they were marketed differently in the United States. So when Marvel got the rights to the Micronauts comic, they made this comic series that had all of the characters from the toys, but they also introduced other small characters like Bug, Bug. and Mantis. And Ma- so Mantis was created was by Marvel. By Marvel. Introduced in a mic- Micronauts. So right. Bug. Where's so Bug? Bug? Bug's in the Micronauts. Or not, in Guardians, in the comic. Well, I know. But- yeah, so, I mean, you could see those Micronauts characters show up in Guardians, mm-hmm. but I don't think anything owned by Hasbro. Um, no, because Hasbro's got their own cinematic universe going. And yeah, whoever, do masks whoever's do doing Transformers would do yeah, the Micronauts that's who stuff. That's it is. So, um, all right. And uh, it's another question mostly for me. The answer to are we going to do another Geek Show roleplay episode? Probably not as a regular show. Yeah. But you're a little busy being the jerky king. Yeah. But I do, <laughs> I do have an idea about once every six months of getting a group of people together and playing like a long form roleplaying game that doesn't involve a shit ton of booze. <clears throat> and then that could be really cool and it could be really entertaining. I'd play. Or we do one that's. I'd play. Super ash drunk. So I think we <laughs> well, both. Comic Con's coming. Comic Con's coming. <laughs> that that there was a lot of. I like the one. The first one we did was a lot of fun, and, and when we did it at Brewies, uh, the yeah. Comic Con one that was a lot of pressure, and yeah, we were all fucking frayed from three days of running around. We were interviewing people. Okay, uh, important political question. Okay, Shit. should we say uh, this one? We're gonna we're gonna be nice in our answer, though. I'm gonna say this up front. I'm gonna say this up front. We're gonna okay. be polite in our answer. I'm right? politicking. <laughs> Uh, the question here uh, from Logan, not that Logan. Uh, gender bent cosplay costumes are generally applauded. What's the panel's thoughts on race bent cosplays? I think the terminology there is a little off, but is it completely unacceptable or is it acceptable under certain conditions? For example, I really like Samuel L. Jackson. The question is being asked by. Uh, do a, not a, paint your a, face. A, that's a white, the, that's the answer. Yeah. That's white, the answer. Do not. Dude. Don't do it. I mean, okay, so, do dresses dresses. I would like to finish well, the question. I know, but I know where he's going with it. Okay. That's it. So, really likes uh, Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury, wants to do a cosplay based on that character, but I'm wondering if it'd be inappropriate for me to do so. Not at all. Just don't paint, paint your face. Your face. Yeah, just yeah. don't paint I your think face. It's, it's, it's face painting, but, like, I mean, you had um, Michael Clark Duncan play mm-hmm. Kingpin, yeah. who is regularly a Caucasian character. Yeah. Who gives a shit? He was great at it. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I, like, I honestly yeah. don't care. Just don't just paint your face. Just don't paint your face. I would. I would say if it's a character that is that is, uh, I might. I might be going in a direction I shouldn't go. But if you're if you're portraying a character that is, say culturally significant to uh, to somebody, then maybe that's not a character you mess with. So and you're also, saying like, as you're saying like a white guy cosplaying T'Challa, right? I, and, 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 I there, and there was that at Fanex, yeah. and I and. He had his mask, and Here, guess what? I took a fucking picture with him, and I enjoy. I said, "Great cosplay," my, and moved the fuck on. Uh, well, it's all there's a history of obviously, you know, uh, painting faces and whatnot. That's fucked up. Yeah, but if you're just doing it out of, like the good of your heart, if you just love the character, like yeah. if, if you're just all about goodness, yeah. I would say I know, there's nothing wrong with it. Just don't be culturally insensitive. I know about one it. side yeah. of one side of the argument would be though, especially coming from the white perspective, we've got ninety two percent of the canon. <laughs> sure. So you but know, if you just I'll like that it. costume, like yeah. Not, but do I need do anybody. I need to be Falcon, right? But why why should you be denied that? I mean, if you want, I mean, if you no, like the well, character as, as a middle aged white man, well, no one's denied me jack shit. Well, what I'm so. saying, if you, if you like the Falcon character instead of Falcon, it could be Vulture. 
Right. <laughs> well, or, that's a bad or, guy. Or you do a or you do a different version of it. <laughs> How have they not fought? <laughs> no, I, I seriously, think, I that's a good question. question. No, like honestly, I've I've done the homework on this. They have it's, not fucking fought. It's a large argument mm. to be had, but I I don't see the hate. And if someone's just like, I just like Falcon. I think he's a great character. I uh, like I said. I took a picture with it. It's on my fucking Instagram. Mm. It was a white guy just, dressed as just, just don't paint your just face. Just don't paint your face. Yeah, he had he had, <laughs> the, he had the he had the mask on, and I've seen. I mean, I went as Lando. I didn't. I don't. I don't fucking. But you went as you went as Joe Lando, though. I mean, I, it was, I, was, it was, I was I was Blando. Just, just yeah. don't just don't do blackface. That's that's <laughs> it. That's all you need to do. Okay, Samuel Garcia wants to know, and and maybe only one or two people at the table can do this. Uh, can I get a review of Under the Rainbow, the movie with Chevy Chase and Carrie Fisher? <laughs> What? Let me step in. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Is that the one with all the, with all the I, fucking uh, midgets? Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's it's. They prefer the term "little people." Little people. <laughs> and, 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 and Mr. Garcia, let me just say, I love you for that question. Yeah. It's it's based on a semi-true story. Yeah. During the filming of the Wizard of Oz, all of the Munchkin actors were put at this one hotel, and they tore the fucking place up. Yeah. And what? Yeah, they did. They were they like were rock star style. They were yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. And and they have a reputation. The the Munchkins have a reputation in in, in old Hollywood it's about parody beautifully. Yeah, and this story is uh, is Carrie Fisher and Chevy Chase, and Chevy I think plays a an agent or something like that. But it's it's not a good movie. <laughs> I don't like I. So I after, remember, after I remember watching it on HBO like yeah. ten times. Yeah. After that setup, you landed on not a good movie. Not a good movie. <laughs> oh, dang. That being said, not a good movie. I like it. That but go as, back and look at it. I know? like that as you took control of that question and took over that question, you, your your hat brim suddenly got wider. Did you notice? Yeah, just, <laughs> I, you, he's evolving. Yeah. He gained 5,000 XP on that one. One more? Sure. Okay. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite <clears throat> questions other than please review Under the Rainbow. Okay. Uh, Elon Osborne wants to know. What's up, Elon? In past episodes, I honestly think the panel has spouted off some incredible film or TV ideas. <laughs> Have you actually written any scripts as a collaborative effort? If so, what? If not, why the fuck not? I would love a podcast like the beloved first role-playing episode in which you have a table read of a Geek Show original screenplay. Just saying. Love you guys. It's funny. <laughs> so, so, no, we haven't. We've thrown a lot of million-dollar ideas well, and on the fucking toss them, Toss them to the ether. Yeah, and see what comes out of it, yeah. and you know, thank you. you. You're welcome for Sharknado, but um, you guys want to do that? I think. Wait, I think that's the Elon that gives us our our drops, the, the Geek Show uh, letters, and all the uh, music. I think so. Yeah, yeah. thank so, you. So, so thank you. By the way, I think um, that if that if that's who you are, thank you. Well, we could resurrect our Star Trek book. We could. Lee and, and I. We could each play a character. Lee and I kind of workshopped a uh, fine a Star Trek uh, universe. We did. And a female uh, Vulcan <clears throat> captain. Yeah, and and the the thing about that we saw because with this new TV series, it's not focusing on the captain. No, and ours did not either. No, it, it focused on the doctor and the chief engineer. We were so ahead of our time. Yeah, we really were. <laughs> I'll I'll write a fan fiction where the Cylons do have a plan, and it's to kill fucking Carl. <laughs> <laughs> no, they like Carl because he helped them. When he helped them with their non-existent plan, yeah. I didn't want to like break it to you guys like this, but like I met with Danny McBride. Oh, <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna do Aquaman. Oh and, man, uh, it's I gonna still... be a TV series though, right? No, sure. no, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a Marvel. Actually, Marvel. I, yeah, we're gonna take it from DC to Marvel. I, <laughs> I did. We're, we're uh, fucking everything up. I yeah. did. Yeah. Be great. 
<laughs> I didn't want to break it to you, but I was meeting with Danny McBride as well. And uh, oh, with, we're fucking you over with all this jerky money. Um, it turns out I'm a, an executive producer. No! on the movie, it's been named Aquadan. <laughs> and uh, it's, a, it's about a guy. He's an aqua aerobics instructor who can mysteriously talk to fish. Aquadan. <laughs> Yeah, we wrote you out of the contract. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you, you. I'm taking all your royalties. My royalties. Yeah, I, and all the toys, the toy franchise. It's, it's all mine. And we're resurrecting Micronauts with <laughs> Micro with Aquadan. Jesus. All right. No, we haven't written shit. <laughs> I, I do think. I do think. Okay, if we can't, if we cannot mm-hmm. do a script that we wrote, yeah, we should perhaps find a script and do a table read. And it should be a script for something terrible. No, that could be fun. How about this? People listening to this show mm-hmm. write a scene from the Geek Show movie. So a Geek Show written so by you, fans. Yeah, movie. fans. Crowd, crowdsourced. You, you guys write the Geek Show movie. Just uh-huh. write a scene from it, and we'll perform the best one at one of our live shows. They like the Avengers uh, coming together. Yeah. I think that's amazing. So, so okay, so they have basically when's our next live show is probably is Comic uh, Con. And in September. So yeah, I know September. we got some live stuff going on with the with the game, but that's too thing. soon. But but in September. So you have you have until August cuz we got to rehearse a little. Mm-hmm. Get into our characters. Well, we could just do a table read. We could how, just, you know. How do I become Tony? <laughs> What is Tony's motivation? What here? is my Tony? Tony's motivation? <laughs> Booze. Booze. <laughs> no, I, I I love the idea. So yeah, you guys, yeah, just, you guys just a scene. So write like your scene, like three pages. So like thirty pages. Can I be no, sure? Thirty. <laughs> I want one hundred and twenty pages of Kurt needs to die like keeps, a fat bastard on a bridge. Keeps getting longer. Five, let's five pages. Five pages is good. Can yeah. my character be oiled up all the time? Yeah, I think it's, and lotioned and well moisturized. Well, we had a budget. You got to play what you know. Jay. <laughs> you have the budget. <laughs> play what you know. I want good Jergens lotion, please. All right, uh, movies. Yeah, movies. Movies. Uh, well, you know, I've always been wondering what Vin Diesel's up to with all his gang, but uh, the Fate of the Furious is now out on Blu-ray. <sighs> okay. I don't know what skyscrapers are jumping out of now, but vroom vroom. Uh, the Lost City of Z. Huh? Oh, with uh, Charlie Hunnam. Uh, I thought know, I heard good things about I that. I heard a good thing. It actually was all right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Uh, Lee would love that uh, The Fifth Element is now a 4K. Yes! 4K. Ooh, 4K? I haven't watched a single 4K movie. Would I care? Is it HDR? I haven't seen one either. You really? No. So I ask Adam about that. Ask Adam about the 4K TV. I've watched 4K. It's glorious. Now, is it glorious? It is. Uh, Shannon's going to shit his pants because the 40th anniversary of The Smokey and the Bandit is now on Blu-ray. Oh, Blue, McConaughey. Blu-ray. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy that. And Danny McBride is so good in that. Mm-hmm. Remind me when I get home oh. to slap your mama in the mouth. <laughs> but my favorite Blu-ray coming out this week, it's right there. Shakes a clown. Shakes is out. Shut oh up, my god. Blu-ray? On Blu-ray. Oh, that's the best. So, I love that. Oh, you know, I pissed on a clown again. <laughs> All of this talk of who you would recast, uh, who you'd cast in a Smokey and the Bandit remake, we we seem to be forgetting the world we live in right now. <clears throat> we already know it would be The Rock. Because no. no. every time they relaunch, I'm not no saying I want what. it. I'm saying that's what it's um, going to be. Now this was about. I forgot to talk about this. Was about a month ago. Uh, released on on Blu-ray and the first time available in a very long time. Because uh, the, the most current copy I have of it is on VHS. Is a movie called Where the Buffalo Roam. Oh, that's Bill oh, Murray. Yeah, with, uh, Bill Murray. It's Bill Murray as Hunter S. Thompson. Uh-huh. Balls. And uh, also as uh, uh, Peter Boyle as his attorney. Uh, Who's who's not the same attorney that he right. writes about? I don't know why they had to make him white, but there you go. 
Uh, but seventies carry. Yeah, 70s. it was. It's it's just available on Blu-ray about three weeks ago. It's it's a great performance by Bill Murray. That movie was my introduction to Hunter Thompson. It's the one where he takes a piss next to uh, Nixon, right? He pass- Yeah, Nixon's passing a kidney stone. <laughs> yeah. There's a great scene where Hunter is being Hunter in a bathroom, and Nixon is passing a kidney stone. And oh. Hunter has disguised himself as Harris from the Post so he could get on the presidential yeah. press plane. And uh, that's where he gives this brilliant speech about there are two kinds of people. This is, this is Hunter talking to Nixon, saying there's, there are two kinds of people on this planet. Mr. President, there's the screwheads and the doomed. And, you know, he explains where you're each in each category. And all the time, Mo- Nixon's sitting there. And going, Nixon, is, ah, Nixon is pounding the wall of, yeah. you know, passing the kidney stone. And he finishes up. This is, uh, you know, this is, don't you feel anything for the doomed at all, Mr. President? He goes, Harris, come here. It's Nixon. Fuck the doomed. This <laughs> <laughs> is such a great. And it's a, he does such a good Hunter Thompson because they hung out together, so it's it's, it's spot on. That was anyway. a debate that we had, and I'm curious to get your quick opinion. Is yes. did Hunter S. Thompson fuck up Johnny Depp? Oh, I, listen, <laughs> Hunter fucked up a lot of people. I heard, uh, I heard the story of what Johnny Depp had to do to get Hunter Thompson to sign off on him playing him. Yes, and uh, that's a lot of cocaine. And and <laughs> oh, let's, let's just say that let's just say that John Cusack is not all together really. <laughs> What did he do with, what did no, he they, no, he hung, he hung, he hung out with Hunter a lot. So he made it. He there's made, a there's a very famous photo of uh, it's in a convertible. It's on yeah. Sunset Boulevard of of Hunter, John Cusack, and Johnny Depp all and, in and a blow up doll and, a, and an inflatable blow up doll. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want this photo. I just don't oh, want to wow. frame it. Yeah, because I know Rolling Stone did a, a, a profile when Depp was going to be mm-hmm. doing uh, Fear and Loathing, and they went through. The day of of Hunter S. Thompson, and you know, started at noon, and this much blow, and this mm-hmm. much bacon, and uh, oh yeah, you should see, this just much just Google Hunter Thompson breakfast, bacon. yeah, and and read. It's an it's an actual account of what he had for breakfast. And like two in the afternoon, it was yeah. target practice, and that he didn't actually sit down to write until like eight o'clock at night. Yeah, and then he would furiously on a cocaine binge write ten thousand words. Yep, go. <laughs> uh, uh, I say Google YouTube uh, Conan O'Brien with Hunter S. Thompson. Oh really? Just firing off. Uh, machine guns and just drinking whiskey. No, I've seen that. Fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. I've seen. Oh that. yeah. I would have loved to have seen video of Bill Burroughs hanging out with Hunter S. Thompson. But that's just <laughs> an alternate reality that never happened. We have any games, Tony? Nope. Um, Nothing. This you have week. a sleepy Jay though. You have a sleepy. He's all Jay? tuckered no, out. No, it's not even that. I'm just cold, and Tony is very warm. Oh, oh okay. Well, that's weird. I'm like a furnace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this week, since there's no games. Just uh, go play some of your backlog. You know, yeah. I'm sure you got games out there I you do. bought you haven't played yet. Yeah, you know, you go play through those. You haven't dusted off X3 in a while. Yeah, like, find me on Switch. Yeah, Checkers is a good yeah. game. Switch. I'll kick the shit out of you. What's your What's your gamer on Switch? Yeah. Uh, I think it's just Geek, uh, geek Show. Well, oh, you got okay. you got to add by friend code. I believe it's. I'm going to kick the shit out of you, Martin. I'll fuck you up. Yo, if you want to get fucked up on Xbox One by your boy in Overwatch, come. Fox with me, full Whitaker, S-Boss 1. You can add me on PlayStation Network, but I'll never respond because I'm oblivious. Mm. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way on my games, too. I, I don't play interactive games, but my gamer tag is Darth3PO. Well, it was Darth3PO, and now it's Jack's boy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what, do you play video games, Shannon? No. <laughs> too many buttons. Why don't you uh, put, a, put a bullet in this? I'd, I'd eat more of this ham, but... These miracle bears made it taste fucking weird. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Martin. Hello. 
Woo! Gets to go and see all of these famous people and talk to them. Spider-Man saved me. Spider- I saw that video. <laughs> go on, go on uh, Jimmy's Facebook page and look at that. Spider-Man actually saved him. Sony was actually laughing their ass off. Everybody else was like, oh, you got me. I was like, I'm going for it. <laughs> you like, do. I'm going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see the the cast of Spider Man Homecoming. Where do we begin? Who let's start with uh, with Peter's friends, the or kids, classmates, the classmates. Uh, so we've got Laura Harrier. She plays Liz. You've got Zendaya. She's a what Egg was saying a Disney Disney, Disney girl? Uh, girl singer actress. She um, mostly singer. She plays Michelle. Uh huh. And then you got Jacob Badalo, who plays I believe Nick. But I swear they called him Lub. So I don't know why. Okay. So anyway, all right. So, so those are Peter's friends. Uh, they, you, you can tell that they just are enjoying themselves because they're, I don't know, God, how We're in a goddamn so, Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that's, think, that's what they're having a good time. They're probably like 16 or 17 yeah, years old. if so. that, yeah. So they're having a great time, so here you go. <laughs> Slice me not three of you. <laughs> Tom said that he based his character off Marty McFly. You know? <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> what a loser. I was say, you guys based your characters off anybody like, from the day or if it's something that might inspired your character? I had a couple people. Mm. I don't know. I think... John Watts made me watch like a bunch of, uh, you know, we watched a lot of 80s high school yeah. movies and stuff. Yeah. And he was very much like, um, I own sky and say anything. So I mm. think like that was a lot of Liz for cool. me. Yeah, That's I think that one. she was a good one. I was, watching, um, I was watching a lot of Lord of the Rings and a lot of, <laughs> a lot of Harry Potter. Cause, uh, Were you Gollum? So, you Sam, yeah. you Sam, Sam, Samwise Gamgee, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you ever try to pick up Tom and say, I'll carry you, Mr. Tom? I mean, <laughs> yes. we, I mean, like, yeah. We played around a lot between takes where we would, like, wrestle, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, no, my character definitely, there's a lot of super strange references for her, of course, you know, the Alice Breakfast Club kind of thing, but mm-hmm. um, it was just kind of taking that, like, you know, the, the awkward thing, and, and it's trying to find, like, being weird and, mm-hmm. you know, embracing that and also mm-hmm. still being likable and yeah. Still like still enjoying that character, while also but she can get away saying things that everybody can't. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it was fun. It's very fun to kind of create our different characters and yeah. make them very distinct and, and different than yeah. what we've seen before. So. Perfect for you. Uh, how much time did you really spend on that Death Star? And then uh, how many times did you get to break it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they gave us like one. They gave us like one set box to like build as like a bonding exercise. Yeah, it did not go well. Um, they never finished. Never, I mean, like not even those close. pieces were just out of the floor for yeah. months. Like, yeah. like, it was like, terrible. Like, they were yeah, yeah. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, no, it was terrible. There was just one part of it where I was where I thought I was building it the right way, <laughs> but then like I totally messed it all up, and so they, they, they took it back. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, but um, they built like seven of them, and I. Broke every single one of them. Nice. Um, <laughs> did you feel bad doing it? I did because you know the prop people. You know you it's really got to you really got to feel for them because those people. <laughs> what's so funny about them is that they loved Legos, but yeah. I don't think they love Legos anymore. Not anymore. Like, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> yeah. Passion. It's so sad. Uh, <laughs> what did you associate with Liz the first time you saw it the, on the page? I don't know. I think that I was struck by how intelligent she was and um, kind of. You know, being the captain of the academic decathlon and really wanting to win, that was kind of, like, what drives her through this film, which I thought was cool that it's not, like, the man or, like, wanting the affection from the boy and all these mm. things that yeah. were driving her. It was her own um, drive and, um, I don't know, wanting to achieve. That yeah. was it, which I thought was cool. If you had to choose all your own superhero names, what would you choose? Oh, oh wow. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know. That's a good name. You know, I'm going to go with the loving, whole, wholesome answer and say that we all 
have an inner superpower, and it's whether we choose to express that and find that or not. You know, we all. Yeah. But it's true, though. I think in, in this movie, at the end of the day, it yeah. does show you that like the nerd and like the not cool kid is can at the end of the day save the world. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, we all have something. It's just whether we choose to acknowledge it or not. I don't know, team. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good yeah. idea. Yeah. 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 Cute kids. Aww. Cute kids in a Spider-Man movie. Just yelling at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Oh, you're gonna like this one. It's Aunt May. Aunt May, Marissa Tomei. Oh God. Mm. You're gonna love the first question because it's a Seinfeld one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. She wasn't. Yeah. Um, she's just you know. I think we've all had crushes on her. She's gorgeous from the beginning. You know, and I think she's like 30 years old now. Is that how old she is? Did she make that deal with the devil? <laughs> she must have. God. And she's an Academy Award winner. My cousin Vinny. That's right. That's a weird one. Okay. <laughs> so here you go. Here we go, Aunt May. It's a pleasure to meet you. Likewise. Now, I know that Aunt May doesn't seem like she's impressed by eccentric billionaires. Do you think that she would like a funny, quirky, bald guy? <laughs> <laughs> I think she likes eccentricity. It's the billions that she's probably, she's a little suspect of. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think Marvel, like, what is it about Marvel that makes these films so successful? What's so creative about them? The secret's in the sauce. <laughs> I, they, they really understand their characters, and they really know how to continue to... Um, Surprise audience. Yeah. If Aunt May were to find out that Peter was up to his antics, do you think she'd let him continue doing it? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how she would react. Um, you know, let's see. She's proud of him, I'm sure, too. <laughs> what secrets do you think Aunt May is keeping from Peter? Uh, in her own life? Yeah. <laughs> Besides, like, her dating life, <laughs> which is probably a big secret right now for <laughs> For, for, that's probably the biggest secret she has. In the film, like it's funny because the whole neighborhood seems to be really into Aunt May. It's like the she whole neighborhood? The <laughs> course. <laughs> okay. They, they seem that they, they're into her, but she doesn't seem like she knows what's going on. Is she playing a game with them, or is she just not paying attention? It's just, you know, she'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> what was it that you wanted to bring to the character that was never brought to it before? Well, uh, I guess uh, just... But it was, it's, it's really not that big a departure. I mean, she's yeah. still worried about Peter. She cares about his values. She's looking after him. She's, yeah. um, a, a little more, she's trying to let him have more fun, yeah. I think, is, is, is a little bit different. <laughs> if Aunt May had her own superhero name, what would it be? Aunt Mazing. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> and then what attracted you to the role when you first read it on the page? Well, they're notoriously um, qu quite guarded with their scripts, so I really didn't read anything on the page. It just, just was just a kind of conceptual... Do you want to just be Aunt thing. May? <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Absolute yeah. pleasure meeting you. Yeah. Thank you, you so much. Have a great day. I, li I liked her uh, superhero name, Aunt Mazing. Aunt Mazing. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. She is. All right, who's next? This is the, well, the big guy. It's, oh, it's the it's Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man's and the director. Uh, this is John Watts who directed it and Tom Holland. This kid, just being in the room with him, you can tell he genuinely is just like, my life has changed. And for the better and for something that I've kind of always wanted. And, and, the, and he genuinely, re I mean, you'll hear an answer where he says just how much he respects the role of Spider-Man, how much he loved him as well, a that's, kid. That's good to hear. And then I saw him in the press conference today that he said, when I watched as a kid, he goes, Tobey Maguire was my Spider-Man. And someone said, so how do you feel about that? And he goes, some kid now who's young is looking at me as I'm their Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. So I don't take this lightly, and I'm going to do a good job. Well, I'll say this about this kid. He's my Spider-Man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here Absolutely. you go. Absolutely. Pleasure to meet both of you. Pleasure to meet you. In an interview, you mentioned that you kind of took the character and based it off Marty McFly. 
And that is my Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies. It's the only <laughs> tattoo I have. Really? No yeah, way. absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and I was going to wonder what characteristics of Marty McFly did you bring into this picture? It was his energy. It was his energy, his enthusiasm, the way he looked at things, and just that energy for me. Was yeah, there's like really a spirit that Michael J. Fox brought to yeah. that role that is is just so irresistible. Yeah. yeah. When you it was mentioned that this was going to be kind of an homage to John Hughes films, I almost fell on the floor because I was like, that's perfect <laughs> perfect for this. What was your 80, your favorite 80s reference in this film? I mean, there's so many. To me, it's like the, the John Hughes comment is about, you know, for so many people, that is just their reference point for mm-hmm. a high school coming of age yeah. movie. It's a John mm-hmm. Hughes movie. But uh, we, get, we got a pretty good couple of Ferris Bueller References. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you stole my answer. Oh, <laughs> you can still have that one too. Um, this is like the first collaboration, obviously, outside of the Marvel, you know, cinematic universe with yeah. Sony and whatnot. Do you think that's just the beginning of this? Do you think it's going to expand even further? I mean, how far can we take this? I mean, I, you know, I, for me, it's I'm I can only talk about sort of one movie at a time, but it, it is really it is really exciting, you know, to see that something that. No one ever thought what happened would happen. One of my favorite things are the Easter eggs in Marvel films. And I was going to see if one of you have either your favorite Easter eggs that someone might be looking for. Some There's... very inappropriate stormtroopers. <laughs> I... yeah. We have a, like, I love, one of my favorite things to do when we were uh, writing the movie was just go back, watch all the Marvel movies again, mm-hmm. and pluck out things that then I could reference in yeah. really obscure ways in this movie. So it's definitely a there's a there's a lot of Easter eggs to be found. There is, yeah. Yeah. I tweeted you this morning, I didn't hear the answer. Did I not see a particular spaceship in a reflection of a window? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, then I think I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what makes Spider Man so oh, approachable? I know what makes Spider Man so approachable? Because he's he he's he is a regular guy. Uh he didn't ask for his powers. Um he's just trying to do his best and, and things never really work out perfectly and I think something about that makes him makes him relatable and that's you know to me that's what makes him the best superhero and what attracted you to the, to the role everything <laughs> everything about this character I've been playing him since I was a kid you know in yeah. my bedroom he is relatable he's fun he's funny he's full of life you know he is a role model um, to me especially with everything that's happening in my life um He's an amazing character, and I'm so honored to be playing him. What is it about Marvel that makes their films just, I mean, energetic and, you know, just work almost time after time? They don't take themselves too seriously, you know? <laughs> it's difficult to take a movie about a kid who was bitten by a spider and who got superpowers <laughs> seriously, you know? That said, like, the stakes in this movie are really high, but you can enjoy this movie with the superhero rather than it being a burden on him. And I don't think you're ever going to come across bigger fans. Yeah, yeah you know, And I, I think... The way you know we approached it is to just be the biggest fans possible. I, I want to thank you from everybody that at least fans that I know uh, for not doing another Uncle Ben death scene. <laughs> yeah. Was it was it ever in the in the works to maybe do that or just no. like never going to do it? No, <laughs> that, that was the the idea was to really try to only do things that we've never seen before. And then my last question it has completely off topic, but I ask everybody it because I think it tells a lot about a person. Uh-oh. What is your go to karaoke song? Oh, my heart must go on. Oh, good one. Is it really? No. It's the first song that popped into my head. Uh, I don't know. I don't do karaoke that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, no. no. That's all right. That says a lot about a person. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. Sure. Spider-Man Homecoming. Fun times. All right, looking forward to it. You guys are going to love it. I am looking forward to it. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next week.